you And when I defang the viper Trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere Jeff, I already put you out I don't even know why you're out here right now Keep on talking Hey, hey, hey do me a favor Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting And you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew And Mustafa, you out here A boy among men And I'm gonna tell you what you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to recap NXT TakeOver 30 and WWE SummerSlam. You'll never see it coming. You'll never see it coming. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know what? I will say what happened on SummerSlam, I actually did not see coming, so we'll talk about that. And I put Um, that as a quote on our... uh on our Twitter page, I'm like, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I did not. I did not see. It's true. It's true, man. Yeah. This one, yeah. they actually, they actually pulled it off. They, they, they did. They promised a surprise, and then it happened. So yeah, yeah man, definitely. Just you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in the second yeah. half. We'll be doing the the SummerSlam recap, but the first half we're going to start off with NXT Takeover 30. Um, talk about just the the ups and downs of this pay per view. Um, definitely curious to hear your reactions uh, to the yeah. infamous matchup that we we talked about in our predictions: the Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee match. Um, you know, the championship match at the end was huge. We'll talk about everything oh, that yes. happened in that match too, and the ramifications. Oh my! God. After that match too, which Good is a lot of stuff we'll, going we'll on. Come, we'll come up from that. I promise. <laughs> yes, that is going to be a hot topic for sure. <laughs> oh man! But before we get into NXT. And WWE SummerSlam. Um, we're going to just uh, hit you with a couple quick tidbits here for, for news and notes. Um, one thing, Devin, that I didn't actually tell you about that I was going to bring up was uh, Renee Young. Uh, Renee Young, she's yeah. uh, leaving the company, um, officially leaving the company. Um, they they kind of gave her a little bit of a send-off uh, during, I believe it was the pre-show, pre-show. of SummerSlam. Yeah, because I watched yeah. the pre-show. Yeah. So, like, uh, I think it was Charlie Caruso just, you know, saying, you know, it was just a pleasure working with her. And she's a bright light. And she's just been great. Oh, and um, Renee Young just, you know, basically saying her final goodbyes. And, yeah, man, it's 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 sad. It sucks. She's been around for a long, long time. But, yeah. you know, I guess it was just time. NXT, man. Yeah, yeah. Just, she's She's been a staple. She's been a staple, definitely. In NXT and WWE. And uh, yeah, we wish her nothing but the best. Um, you know, I guess if any if any thoughts or predictions around this, we we're all probably you know guessing that she's going to go to AEW, join her husband over there. But maybe she doesn't. Maybe she does something else. Don't know, we don't man. know. Yeah, she got a lot of options. I know she just recently dropped uh, or oh, getting ready to drop a new cookbook. Uh, I know because I, I follow her on her Twitter or was it Twitter or Instagram, and I know she'd be posting like some pictures, getting ready to release. Uh, a new cookbook, so she got that, and then or ESPN man, because I know Charlie Caruso, she she does the ESPN thing as well. Yeah. First take, yep, definitely, yeah. She's Charlie has been every, you know, I, I catch first take every once in a while, and I see her on there. I'm like, hey, Charlie, she's yep. okay. So every time, yeah, <laughs> so it's awesome. It's awesome to see her doing that. So yeah, maybe Renee Young does something with that. I mean, she's like you said, she has a lot of options. She's super talented. So mm-hmm. we wish her nothing but the best. 
Um, now, AEW, we're not going to do a show this this time with AEW, but we do want to mention uh, one big thing that happened on AEW this last Saturday night. So, uh, Devin, why don't you take that, man? Like, what, oh, Tell us what happened. So, obviously, we know a big match main event between Cody Rhodes, the Nightmare, or just Cody, Cody uh, Nightmare, against going against Mr. Brody Lee for the TNT title championship. And the way I could describe this match is basically what I wanted when I was talking about our SummerSlam. No, not SummerSlam, NXT. NXT predictions. And what I wanted from Adam Cole was a, a replica of Brock Lesnar 2014 dominating match against John Cena. I didn't get that from NXT, but you know what? I got that from AEW from Brody Lee out of nowhere. It caught me way off guard. It was such a smart booking match. The way they booked it is, you know, uh, you know, they both come in to start in the ring and Cody just come out with a fury of punches. And then after that, Brody picks him up, slams him on the, uh, slams on the, uh, on the, on the ring, then picks him up again, slams him on the floor outside the ring, and just dominate, drop kick him, hitting him, everything, everything but the kitchen sink, and then hit him with that uh, that clothesline, and one, two, three, it was over, but that was just the beginning from there, I, I promise you, because the post recap was insane. I felt it felt like a boxing or an MMA match. Like when you see a guy is giving a, a victory speech, but the other opponent either he just took care of business, knocked down. They still showing glimpses of him being getting knocked down, or getting taken, getting taken care of by medical or doctors. That was the image of Cody. You saw, you know, you see, you see Brody giving his victory speech like nobody to believe me. You know, this is all your fault. All the top guys, all the top execs. This is what you created. And then you see the camera switch over to Cody and you see him just sleep, laid out, getting rolled over, getting getting uh putting a breathing mask on, getting put on the stretcher. I'm like, "Damn. He got destroyed. He's just looking like a mess." All right? So, as he as Brody's giving his speech, he's uh Cody is getting getting brought back to towards the you know the entrance as he's getting pulled to the entrance the rest of dark order comes out Brody lee tells them to go get him he they start destroying stuff destroying telling the medics get away from cody get away from cody they get him off the stretcher and then uh cody stand standing up brody got this like this this burlap sack or something and you know you can tell that's the title in there so he he picks it. He gets the he gets the burlap sack. He hits Cody with it. All right, knocks him out. All right, Cody's knocked out. See dark rest of dark order bringing the rest of the nightmare family. Great scene. You seeing what was it? Cody's brother getting brought out. You see uh, Q T Marshall getting brought out, and and then uh, Brandy came out. She was like, "That's enough. That's enough. No more. No more." All right, and then Brody Lee's just like, "All right, back." He, he got his guys. Tell him to back up. He starts smiling. All of a sudden. Anna J appears. <laughs> she, she she just looks at Brody. Brody looks at Anna. He starts smiling and immediately attacks Brandy. Chokes her out. Choking her. Choking her. Brody just lightly taps her on the shoulder and just says, like, that's enough. That's enough. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Anna J gets up and then, Co- and then, not Cody, Brody gets the burlap sack, opens it up. He was like, here's your title. And it's shattered in pieces. Just... <laughs> billion pieces 
He was like, here's your title. I told, I told you I was going to return it to you. He's like, it's yours. This is mine now. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I was like, bravo. Bravo. A great way to end AEW, man. It was like, it, it was it was just nothing but perfection the way they did that man hats off to Brody Lee man he, yeah. he got that he took another he he took another step he just took yeah. another step he is main event now for AEW he's main event now yeah this was huge because you know I had been critical of the Dark Order yes. presentation recently <laughs> with it, when it came to you know this whole thing with um, oh man what's his name the uh, the guy they've been trying to recruit this whole time and I'm blanking out on his name right now Oh, Coke Cabana. Coke Cabana, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, Coke Cabana. See, that's, that's it. It's like, why, you know, I've been asking the question, why are they putting so much energy into trying to get Coke Cabana, you know, and, you know, it just didn't make sense to me. And it kind of right. made, it made, in my opinion, Brody Lee look a little bit weak because you're you're trying to convince this guy and he's saying, you know, I'm just hanging out and, you know, and it's just like, okay, you, you need to do, you need to just cut it off with this guy or demand that he joins the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. So, um now flip it to this, and yeah, everything that you're talking about with Brody Lee and the way that he just destroys, of all people, Cody, Cody Rhodes like this. Like I nothing. Mean, this guy, you know, is arguably the face of the company right now. You know, you, there's a couple other people whose names you could throw out there for sure. But you Cody's say name he's is, the heart. And he's soul the heart of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to, for Brody Lee to rip the heart out of AEW, basically, with what this move is essentially what he did, oh, you know, yes. was incredible. And, you know, one, one shot um, that I do remember, too, from this moment was, you know, you see Brandy and Cody kind of like holding each other's hands while on the ground. And that, to me, I'm like, wow, like that that hurts, you know, seeing that like we, we talked about uh, when Cody got hit with the belt and that being kind of an emotional situation. And that didn't really grab me that much, I think, is what I said in the recording at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like, OK, I see what they're going for. But to me, it was just kind of like, all right, it's not it's not really hitting me like it hit other people. But that right there, that one shot of seeing, you know, Cody and Brandy, husband and wife, kind of holding each other's hands after a vicious beatdown like that, that that hurt. That that to me, I'm like, wow, that's a that's a crazy, sad, emotional visual right there that just speaks a million words. It just says so much with so little that I'm like, wow, that's that's crazy. Standing on top, looking down. Yeah. Man, oh it's just God. crazy yeah, scene. Crazy. Like you said, this this propels Brody <laughs> to like that yeah. extra level, you know, when it comes yep. to, you know, just status in wrestling period and yeah. for AEW, just that yeah. monster heel that, you know, he's he's gonna have, you know, heat on him for sure from the crowd, just putting that kind of a beat down on the heart and soul of AEW like that. Dude, wow. You know, it's just so violent, man. And then you see yeah. like you know, Dustin and QT Marshall getting brung out. Like, hmm. they're just, couldn't do anything about it. It was, that was just crazy, man. Like, you didn't see Dark Order, you know, attacking uh, Dustin and uh, and QT Marshall, but yeah. the, the impact of just seeing him getting brought, brought out, just like, you know, the fence slips can't do anything. It was like, oh my God, this is, this is crazy, man. And I believe Brody, he, not only did he propel himself, he propelled the Dark Order faction too. Right now, I believe they're top faction. Yeah, they're top yeah. fashion. Nobody's, you know, they got the numbers, and that was just, you know, they just destroyed the nightmare family too. Yeah, 
You know, no, agreed, agreed. <laughs> I, I mean, I think um, you know the, the the inner circle has been you know the probably the top faction for a while now. Yeah. You could argue between them and the elite, uh, but I think the inner circle I would give the edge just because you know I feel like they had been I don't know they, they just seem more prominent to me. Um, whereas uh, with this right now, like you said, with with um, you know the Dark Order, I think this him being champion right now and being such a dominant, uh, having such a dominant victory. It just kind of cements the Dark Order overall as just just being the faction. So I, I totally agree with you on that, man. Hundred yeah. percent. So and great by moment. The way, and by the way, too, uh, I, I want to shout out our uh, social Facebook page because I uploaded the post recap celebration of Mr. Brody Lee. It is the most hilarious <laughs> thing I ever seen in wrestling. And Brody Lee should go into acting. He he, this dude has it all, man. He the way he was just delivering the lines, telling telling people what to do, and low key John Silver, man. I didn't know he he was a funny cat too, man. Like like he he has some skills too, like more than he shows on AEW. But what he showed in there too was was just hilarious, man. So I'm not gonna describe it. I'm not gonna go into it. I would just say, you watch. know, take it from my word. Just watch it. Go go to Clark Street Wrestling. Uh, Facebook page, just type that in, and you'll see the video right there. Yeah, man. So definitely just uh, props to Brody Lee for sure for becoming champion and just having an awesome, awesome showing there on the show. Also, too, I wanted to mention um, MJF, you know, just this campaign that he has to become the new uh, uh, AEW champion and now wanting the paradigm shift outlawed. I just, it's just, Uh... man... It, just what he's doing with this this whole campaign and uh, yes. all like storyline overall, I just think has been just so hilarious and and just entertaining as all hell. So you did know, you just, see the promo he did? Yeah, yeah, oh, just the promo and, and and have his lawyer being out there yes. talking about you know we demand that that be banned from the championship match. And Who was that lawyer? Because he was on. He on was going. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, I, was, I got it. I got MJF. I got it. And he just went clean in. I was like, bro, who is this lawyer MJF got? If, if he can, like, with this move, we feel like he can just end careers at whim. What does that say? What does that do? You know, I was like, wow, this guy, you know what? I, he's he's got it. And he's like, we've got over, oh, how many signatures did he say they had? Like 500,000, like over half a million yeah. signatures. <laughs> if you are truly a man of the people, you will sign this contract stating that you will not be able to use uh-huh. the paradigm shift. I was like, wow. Yeah, oh, he's got man. a point. Yeah. MJF being like, sign it. Sign it. Yes. Like, MJF okay. too, man. He was the, when he was talking about, you know, you know, I, I, what about my future kids? You know, my, like, mama, papa. <laughs> I started cracking up. I had, I had oh, to pause it, man. man. I was like, dude, I can't take it. This is, this is insane. Yeah. But this is just money from MJF, so man. Money. So money, man. This, like, is, this is how you become the face. This is how you become the star yeah. of AEW right here, man. Oh, man. Was it MJF or was it the lawyer that was like, who's next? Wardlow? Uh, the, the, the woman over here with the great smile? Like, who's next? I like, that was the lawyer. The, the lawyer. lawyer. Oh, oh, man. man. And it has up to the uh, lady dude who just kept that smile. She kept that just smile the little the stuff time. right there the whole time because MJF got on her the last time about that smile. Yep. This time she was on point. That she smile the, the whole entire time, time. Yes. time yes. man. <laughs> so I just had to bring that up, man. Like That was uh, yeah. just gold right there. Just pure entertainment, man. I love it. So and I'm looking forward to this matchup, man. But purely, really because of MJF. Like the yeah. work that he's doing. I want to see him win this championship. I'm really pulling for him to win it. So hopefully that happens. 
Um, and two, I think this is going to be great for John Moxley to I have so this kind of matchup, this kind of rivalry with someone who can bring the best out of him. Hopefully, you know, and like maybe they can go back and forth, like in in ring now with promos, you know, and like yeah. just have some some good uh, interaction. So yeah, man, I just, I just I'm super excited for this man. I can't wait. Oh man, me me too. Uh, they definitely are getting me uh, even more excited about this match. You know, with the promos, even uh, John Moxley promo was 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 on point too. The way he responded to MJF, I thought was more was probably his best promo he ever delivered since he debuted on AEW. Yeah, definitely, man. So, yeah, just um, again more to come with them. We'll see this. Like I said, this matchup at uh, All Out, you know, should be super huge. So I can't yeah, wait. September fifth, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, we're coming yeah, right up our on draft. Him, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Man. Oh man. So then, um, also too, the Deadly Draw tournament it came to an end. I wanted to give a shout out to Ivelisse and Diamante yes. um, winning the whole thing. So you know, the, the two. It's funny because they, they technically they. Well, I guess it wasn't their debut, but the first match I saw of them in AEW, they were going against each other, and so you know them being in this tag team and ended up pulling out the whole thing. It was kind of seen as an upset because they, they beat Ali and Brandy, I believe, at the end there. But, um, yeah, just uh, they pulled out the win. They won the deadly draw. So, shout out to them. They're both really just, just two very skilled and just great wrestlers overall. Hard hitting, so, too, because that was yeah. a hard hitting match, man. Like, that smack that uh, it was Eva Lee. No, Diamante, I think she hit uh, either, either Brandy. I forget, but she hit somebody in that corner, and you just heard the smack from it. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're they're great wrestlers. They're great wrestlers overall. Yep. So just shout out to them representing Cuba and Puerto Rico with pride, man. Just do an awesome job from both of them. And yeah, man, just uh, again, look, it's it's going on right now as we speak. Like we're recording. Actually, it just ended maybe like forty minutes ago. It's nine forty three now. So, um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what happened uh, tonight. And in, in, or actually, are they doing so? So no, man, whole- AEW is tomorrow. Actually. It's tomorrow, okay, okay, yep, because yeah, of the, the schedule, playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything's been post, kind of moved around yeah. with uh, the playoffs going on. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing that tomorrow with AEW and the next uh, the aftermath of everything that happened. But let's shift gears over to NXT Takeover Thirty Triple X XXX, whatever you want to call it. The pay per view happened. We both came into this pay per view with some trepidation a little bit. Of what yeah. we would feel because... That's a good word. That's yeah, good some word. trepidation, you know, because Adam Cole, Pat McAfee, it was, you know, coming into it, we're like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, why is why is Adam Cole in this matchup with Pat McAfee? Why is Pat McAfee taking up a spot on a takeover card? It is just a waste of a spot. So, yeah, man, and, and, and I, was, I was concerned that that would just spoil the whole pay-per-view for me going forward. So, you know, we'll get into that. So, just a little tease of <laughs> more to come with that matchup. But what's your general thoughts on the takeover, though? So, well, I want to. I kind of want to save that because, you know, I feel like that match did have an effect on it. But, it you know, as we it go did. through it, I, I'll, I'll give my overall thoughts okay. on, on everything that happened. I, but, yeah. I'll say this, all right? I'm not going to go in depth until we talk about until we break down the match. But I'll say, yeah, that match will heavily affect the grade. It's like comparing to when you're getting ready to take a college college exam and the professor say this this exam is worth like 50% of your grade. (laughs) That's how I feel about this match. So just prepare for the grade (laughs) of this overall takeover. 
Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> this is, is going to be fun. <laughs> All right, let's start things off. So, so pre-show, I guess they had uh, the because I didn't end up seeing. It. I started with the Finn Balor Timothy Thatcher matchup, mm-hmm. but the pre-show matchup was the Brizongo versus Orny Lorcan and Danny Birch versus Legato del Fantasma matchup, and we both picked Legato del Fantasma. To win this matchup. Now, this was for the number one contendership, so it made sense. You got this faction um, that is, is starting to get built up, so you would think that they would win the matchup. Yeah. Well, it did not happen. Brizongo ended up winning the matchup, and they are now the number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championship. So, what do you think of that decision going with Brizongo instead of Legado del Fantasma? Uh, <laughs> I, now I wish I haven't seen NXT because that kind of influenced my, you know, uh, my response, how I'm going to respond. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> okay. I say it'll make sense, but I'll, I'll give this my first reaction. It, to me, I was a bit confused. I thought they should have went with Joaquin Wilde and Robin Mendoza, especially when you have Legato de Fantasma just up and start. Strong faction already when you have, you know, you got this, you know, Santos Escobar on point being cruiserweight champion, I thought it would have been a nice step in the in the right direction for them to to win that first contenders uh, match. Yeah, I mean, my first reaction too was it was a little bit like, okay, I mean, I, I like Rizongo, and so I'm happy for them in terms of getting an opportunity to go after the belts. Um, Legado del Fantasma, I feel like it would have meant more in a way for them because you've got the momentum building for this for this faction. So right. just give them that number one contendership to to continue to propel them up um, as a faction uh, to to give them more heed and, and more respect that way. But um, I don't know. I, looking at it, and like you said, I mean, I, I've yet to see uh, the episode of, of NXT tonight, but. Um, without having that influence, what I'm seeing, I'm okay with Brizongo having won it, you know, because I'm a big fan of those guys, so it, it, it's cool. But it would have been nice to see a little bit more momentum, more momentum given to Legado del Fantasma. But you know, more to come on that to mm-hmm. to, be, to be continued with that because NXT will definitely have an effect on the bigger picture of this whole tag team championship situation. All right, so let's move on to the main card: Finn Balor yes. versus Timothy Thatcher. Now, the big thing with Finn is he's writing checks, but is he cashing them? So you would call him out, said, you know, he's not he's not cashing these checks. Yeah. But he I came go to the out. Check cash in place. They say it's you know it's bouncing. I'm like, what you talking about? It's bouncing, man. It's legit. You know, I got I'm backed by a legit bank. Right. They're like, nah, not this time. Not the last two times. Like, shit, well. <laughs> well, the prince. I guess finally that check did go through. It did clear because Finn Balor did pick up the victory in a hard-hitting matchup against Timothy Thatcher. What were your thoughts on this matchup when it all went down? Man, I, I was worried a couple, few times. I kid you not. I was like, ooh, Finn, Finn Balor about to lose? Like, because Timothy Thatcher, he came out. He he wasn't playing. He, he was not playing around in this match. Uh, at first, you know, the, the overall, this match was disgusting ugly and had a garbage type of of odor but I loved it <laughs> oh my god that's an interesting way to, to describe it I mean okay <laughs> Gar- we say garbage type of odor I don't know like that makes it feel like it was it was not 
I, I think I know what you mean. Like it was just like a, a, a gritty matchup. It was very hard hitting and stiff yeah. and like only or, uh, I almost said only Lord. It's, it's like like with, a garbage or like you want to find out what the hell is that smell? Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's if what I'm I mean. But I want to find this out. Like what the hell is the smell? Like that's what I mean. Because you know what they was doing? It was just greedy, gritty, nasty, dirty. Especially Timothy Thatcher, man. The way he would do his submissions. Like one time in one spot, he, he had Balor on the ground. He was just sitting on his leg, and the way he he was had his butt on his leg, and he would still bend like his uh like his uh part of his leg, like from his ankle to his knee, and start bending yeah. that. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, man, yeah. why, why? And you see out, you see Balor reacting to. It. He's like, oh, ah, oh. I was like, holy shit, man! Like just just hang in there, bro. <laughs> just hang in there. I want, I want to cast this check. Well, I think I think the 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 fra- I, the way I would describe it, it was a brutal matchup for sure. Yeah. It was truly brutal and gritty. I, garbage and what's that smell? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like someone's gonna misinterpret that and think you think you're saying that Timothy Thatcher is trash. But no, I, no, no. I, I think I, they, I think they hear what they're saying. I, I think hear they understand uh, what, what the tone I'm using. Yeah, it's just you know, what's, what the hell is that smell? Like I don't know. That that to me is like something foul's going on. Something's afoot. Like, I, but I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It was a brutal matchup. The t- it was just hard to watch at times. It was it was like almost you want to turn away just because it's just so like, is he really gonna snap a limb? Is he really gonna break you know his his leg? Yeah. You know, so I I feel you. I feel because the way he take his time, you know, I, I love how the way he take his time in certain submission moves, yeah. really showing that body language of how much pressure he's applying. Just maybe he's gritting his teeth, or uh, you see him like turning his wrist. And, and you and you can just see it vividly, like oh man, he's he's definitely putting more pressure on that now. And I just I got to just you know tip my hat for that for for Timothy Thatcher, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean Timothy Thatcher, I think in a, in a loss, he still is a big winner here because he got a showing uh, a great showing here. You know, he going against Finn Balor, you know, someone who has the prestige and respect that he has to have yep. a match with him on a takeover is huge. And to just again look great in this matchup is great. And 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 Timothy Thatcher is a guy who you know, as far as character uh, is concerned, I've always been like, I'm not sure how I feel about you know him overall. Like I feel like his wrestling is great, but his character, yeah. I'm not he's sure. He's still one note to me. He's still he, he is, but I feel like he's I'm I get the character a little bit more now. Like I feel like it doesn't bother me so much anymore. Mm-hmm. The one note that he's playing, I feel like I, I it, it's it fits him. You know, like coming out and being yep. that brutal, just badass, you know, kind of character, you know, missing teeth, breaking fingers and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I, I get it now. I see it now. And on NXT, <laughs> I feel like it just it kind of it makes sense. Now, Raw or SmackDown, if you were ever to get moved to one of those shows, I don't see how that's going to oh, work. Oh, I feel like no. he's just done if that ever yeah. happened. The casual but, people would probably be lost. Like, I don't get it. Like, what is happening here? Right, right. Yeah. But, like, NXT is kind of like that in-between of WWE and, like, the indie scene. So he just fits perfectly into that for, like, the hardcore fans to just, you know, who really appreciate the style of wrestling that he has. 
and just, you know, NXT almost feels like that, like, renegade, you know, company, that, that underground, like, oh, you know, yeah. you know, company. So, uh, he fits that perfect. <laughs> well, maybe man. he could do Raw Underground. <laughs> I know, when I said it, I was like, it just hit me. When I said it, he could fit in Raw Underground, but he'd probably have to exclusively be Raw he Underground. Will, he will, exclusive contract <laughs> Underground. Yeah, only. that's it. <laughs> that only, that would be it. Oh, man, he'd be a perfect fit for that. So, maybe Shane's on to something with that one for a Yeah, guy, like yeah, Thatcher. man, right. <laughs> if you get somebody like Timothy Thatcher, then maybe, you know, now, now you're on to something, right? That's a good right. point. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, man, great match overall. Finn Balor getting a win. Very nice to see. And Timothy Thatcher, great showing overall. We both picked Finn in that one, so we both got that prediction right. Now, we had a split on the next matchup, and it was funny because it came down to the two picks that we had, like, literally at the top of the ladder. They were duking it out. I was like, wow, this is crazy how, like, we both kind of pegged the right guys to be there at the end. So that was pretty cool. So we had Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream, and Damian Priest uh, in this ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Keith Lee had vacated the title to give opportunity to another up-and-coming wrestler in the company, much like he got an opportunity to become NXT champion because he was North American champion. So here we are, vacant title, got these guys coming in trying to get the title. Some guys were trying to get it for their first time, but for Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream, it would have been the second time. And when the dust settled, when it was all set and done, your pick, Damien Priest, was up on the ladder with my pick, Johnny Gargano, (laughs) duking it out. But unfortunately for me, fortunately for you, the archer of infamy (laughs) came down with the gold. So he is now the North American champion. Arrow guy, a.k.a. Damien Priest, is a champion. And (laughs) I will say, I will say this. Wow. I'm I'm going to say this. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Wow. I'm going to give him a round of applause. Congratulations. You won the title. You, you, hey, he worked hard. He, you know, I did not like the way he was starting in terms of overall, like, just being overhyped, I felt like, in, in NXT. I feel like the losses that he took after beating Pete Dunne was kind of a step in the right direction because it kind of helped bring his character back down to earth a little bit. The promo work, you know, was, was bad. And it's not great yet, but I feel like he's working on it. He's starting to improve. So I'm going to give him time to develop right. that a little bit more, I think more he's too. starting to find his character now. He's finding it. He's finding yeah. it. You know, and overall, I feel like the guy, he's hes busted his ass. He's tried, yeah. you know, and put a lot of effort in. So much props to Damian Priest. I'm not mad about him getting the win. As a matter of fact, I am curious to see how his title reign goes wow. and how his development goes going forward. So we're going to give him a chance. Clean slate for North American champion Damian Priest. We'll see how this goes going forward. But kudos to you, Damian Priest. Wow, wow, wow. I'm shocked. Um, I'm, I'm, I didn't think you. I would hear applause for <laughs> Damien Priest, but you know, hey, I, he deserves it. He, yeah, he, he does, definitely, he, does. he definitely, definitely worked hard. He's definitely working this match. Hats off to all the guys working this. Yes, match, man. everyone, 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 this man. Bronson Reed too. Oh my God, man. All right. Is Johnny okay? Is your boy okay? Is your boy <laughs> okay? got destroyed a man, couple times. I was man. like, nah, he's done. He's done. And then he would get up. I'm like, what the heck? What is going on? 
Man, and shout out to Candace yes. LeRae. Yes. Uh, True love. This power couple here, that they are there wife. for each other. Yes. That's a wife right there. That's yes. a marriage. They're, hey, from, from one married guy to another, I recognize a good marriage, a good, strong, communication-worthy marriage right there. And I and I recognize that. So hats off to Candice LeRae and Johnny Gagano. Yes, absolutely. Just just love those two. They're great. And yeah, man, Johnny, how is he alive after some of the, the spots that he took? I mean, just, it was just oh my God. one after another. I was just like, yes. wow, Bronson, Bronson, Bronson Reed, that one spot that he had with Candice LeRae was on his back. And he was on the ladder. <laughs> it was even and more weight. Ju- oh, my God. And he jumped and did that splash on Johnny Gargano. I'm like, even that one, I was like, he's, he's done. That's it. Yeah. He, he shouldn't even come back. And then right. he came back and then he, he got destroyed back. again. Right. Man. I know, Big Joseph was like, how the hell is he still up? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, just great match. Great showing for everybody involved. Like, everybody wins here. But the big winner yeah. definitely was Damian Priest. My At God. the end of it, too, it was funny because they were trying to get the interview with him. And he's like, look, if you want this interview, you're going to have to come and party. And he had his champagne. <laughs> oh, and he went to the to the hot tub. Man. And he had the two girls. He's like, yes. ladies, it's time to party. <laughs> just jumped in the hot tub with his ring gear still on. And just had himself some bubbly, well-deserved bubbly. Yes. There was a shot on, uh, on, on social media. I think it was on, like, Twitter, Instagram. With Triple H there oh, too, just pointing at him, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, he's that's having cool. a great time in that picture, man. Just him, yes. just mouth all wide open with the title <laughs> in the air. He's just <laughs> shouting to you know to the heavens above, man. He's just so excited. I'm like, hey, man, you, you earned it. <laughs> he earned it. Hey, man, we came around. I can't believe we came around, Damian Priest. Like, if, yeah. you, if you used to hear our earlier episodes, oh yeah. Oh my God! Nah, it was... I, I had the fury for that man. Just pissed <laughs> off when he beat Keith Lee. I was like, "This is ridiculous!" And then, uh, gosh, who was it? It was uh, Pete Dunne. He beat Pete Dunne as well. I'm like, "What? This? He's not. He, he doesn't. He's not. Wasn't to me. He wasn't deserving of having that big of a win like that and being undefeated and beating those guys. Even by heel tactics, I felt like you're slowing down the momentum of those other guys in favor of this guy who you're trying to build up as a monster. And it, he didn't have that vibe for me. But yeah. again, with those losses, like if I felt like it just kind of just just grounded him a little bit mm-hmm. and made him just more like just I could take it a little bit more seeing you and know then they went him the face route. That was and that was <laughs> weird. <laughs> Which still I'm not sure. Like if we're looking at a face or heel version of his character, I feel like the next matchup he has, he may be a face in it. To be honest with you, like big picture, he might be a face. But yeah. the way that they led up to this ladder match, you know, him and Bronson Reed going at it, and Bronson Reed is clearly a face. So it just, it, it, I don't know. I'm still confused. I on... think they, I think they're future proof in a rivalry, though, man. Because he, he can always. I might, they might come back, to, come back to that too. Because Bronson yeah. Reed has that one win over Damian Priest. Like, hey, I beat you straight up. Exactly. You know? So I could see them, you know, doubling back and having Bronson Reed challenge Damian Priest for the title. Like that could absolutely happen. So, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But overall, you know, it's Damian Damian Priest Priest. moment. Shout out, Damian Priest. Congratulations. You deserve it. You deserve it, Damian Priest, man. Yeah, we came around. It is crazy, man. We we actually have an episode. It's called title is Damian Priest over, and it's like one of our highest rated episodes. (laughs) Oh, 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 man. (laughs) 
And I think we was just going clean in on this dude, bro. <laughs> Showing no remorse. Well, here's the thing. I felt like at that time we were reacting to what we were seeing, you yeah, know. And I felt like pose, we're just, the... we're be, we're, exactly. Yeah. We're being honest about what we see. Yeah. So if we see something that's irritating that just doesn't work, we're gonna talk about Keep it. it real. And at the same time, if the guy turns it around. And he's doing a great job. We're gonna yeah. say we're not gonna just hey. stick to our guns and say no. He's still terrible. I don't care what he's doing. No, I'm All gonna right. tell you how I feel. I'm gonna be honest and I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. And seeing him now, he definitely deserved it. He's busted his ass. He's gotten a lot better. His in ring yes. has been great for a while, but now we get him. You know, the, the character, everything is starting to come together. And this match, it just felt like he deserved it. It really did. And when he won it, I'm just like, you know what? This man, he deserves that chance to. to Let's see what he does as champion, and yeah, man, I just, I just feel like let, let's just get this guy a chance. Okay. So that's that's what it is. Wow, man, should, should I get you a Damian Priest shirt? Should no, no, right no, now? we're not. I'm there. on the website. Oh, no, we're not. No, 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 not there. Not there. Okay. Not there. Okay, not there. you know the way you praise this man. <laughs> man, let me get, let me get a piece. Let me look up my boy no, with a Damian no. Priest shirt. It's, it's but, but respect, <laughs> respect is 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 due though. Respect is due. Respect is earned. So yeah, man, much respect to you, Damian Priest. Okay. Hey, man. Yeah. yeah. Man. Hey, hey, I came around too. <laughs> now let's see. Speaking of respect, how much respect we're gonna pay to this man's match? Is this it? Is this? this are we we are there. We are there, sir. We are at that time. Is this the bump in the road. The matchup of the weekend. The most anticipated matchup of the oh. entire Takeover slash SummerSlam weekend. Mm. Adam Cole versus Pat. McAfee, former NFL punter, kicker, extraordinaire, uh, athlete in, what, seven different sports? About yes. to make it eight. Yes. Um, entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, yes. uh, podcaster, radio host, you name it. This guy has done it, and apparently that makes him able to get in there in the ring with Adam Cole. Um, our prediction, or our expectation, yes. was this needed to be... A destruction. This needed mm-hmm. to be no contest. Yes. Adam Cole dominating. No offense from Pat McAfee because honestly, we're talking about Adam Cole, the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. The man who calls himself the greatest NXT champion of all time. And Pat McAfee is coming in with two weeks of training of notice to yes. go up against. Again, That's the storyline. Yes, two weeks notice. He's going to go against the greatest NXT champion of all time in his prime, just coming off of a loss of, of that title not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So setting the stage for this this guy coming in from the outside with no wrestling experience <laughs> going against Adam Cole. The match happens, and at, it, it is not what we said should happen. It was competitive. It was dicey there for Adam Cole. There were some near fall dicey situations. <laughs> I mean, Pat McAfee. Two point nine seconds. Yep, there was Adam Cole barely escaped a couple of pinfall attempts from Pat McAfee, and Pat McAfee came out and pulled some some top rope maneuvers. Some, you know, he pulled out some wrestling moves and he gave Adam Cole a run for his money. At the end, Adam Cole finally decided to Super Saiyan up at the end end of the matchup. 
But I feel like it was a little bit too little, too late. The end result to me, even though Adam Cole did win the matchup, it's, it's a t- well, okay, I'm going to say this, but I'm not going to give you my full uh, feeling of the matchup. I'm going I'm to hand it off to you, and then I'm going to tell you just overall how I feel about the matchup. But I'll say this, that I think there's two stories here. I think uh-huh. there's Adam Cole's story. I think there's Pat McAfee. And I'll leave it at that in terms of how I feel, but I'll come back to it after I let you talk. Because I'm really curious about your feelings of this because, again, I, you know, you're the big Adam Cole truther. Yes. Like, I am a huge Adam Cole fan, yes. but you put him on that I'm, next. I'm loyal, right. Yes, next level. And, I, and again, I, I love Adam Cole. I love the Indisputed Era. I feel like the story between me and, me and Devin has always been Devin believes he is the guy. You know, he put him over Finn Balor, put him over Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, all these guys. He's the guy. For me, I feel like he is one of the greatest, but I put him in that character, that same kind of line. I don't elevate Adam Cole above those other guys just because I feel like, you know, Johnny Gargano's done a lot to earn my respect. Finn Balor's done a lot to earn my respect. So I'm not quite there to say. Adam Cole is clearly better than those other guys. So it's still debatable for me. But Devin is there. So I give you the floor. This is your guy, Adam Cole, Pat McAfee. Your thoughts? I just had to exhale. All right. (laughs) All right, man. So I'm a logical person. I, I, I have a logical personality. If shit don't make sense, I call it out, no matter what. If it if it's to my advantage or not, I'm gonna call that shit out. If and I'm, I'm gonna put this out there too. I know there's people that that enjoyed this match, that thought Pat McAfee was a star, that he really you know put in the work, which he did. I give him credit. All right, he, he definitely put in the work. He, you, you can tell he's been wrestling for more than two weeks. I think there's the real story behind that. He's been wrestling for a few years, actually. Mm. All right. But I'm not going based off that. The story you guys presented to me is what I'm is, is what I'm reacting to. Now, what you guys served me was Pat McAfee had two weeks of training. That was the story. That was you. That's what you guys presented to me. So that is what I'm reacting to. So you tell me a guy, Pat McAfee, with two weeks of training is able to take Adam Cole, the longest reigning NXT champion ever, to the limit? How in the world did that make sense? Where was the discrepancy of of the skills between these two? If... If Adam Cole has years in the game and then Pat McAfee has two weeks, where's the discrepancy of the level? I seen it in SummerSlam between Seth and Dom. Yeah. Seth was, oh, my, fuck it. I'm going to yeah. say it. He was yeah. fucking around with him. And you saw it. <laughs> you saw it. I'm like, yeah. this, what? And, and when I saw that, I, yeah. it got me immediately pissed yeah. all over. It yep. immediately yep. got me yep. thinking about the oh, Adam yeah. Cole and Pat McAfee. Yes. I was yes. like, why the hell I couldn't get this? I would have even accepted that if if Pat McAfee want to sell his ass off and show me some skill level like that. Hell yeah. yeah. You could have pulled off a match like, man, Pat McAfee, he was selling. Did you see that shit? Mm-hmm. It could have went that way. He still could have came, and we still could have talked about him even selling, man. Yep. Maybe he would have went 
for a somersault, but he missed. All right. But no, we we got a we got this ass nine idea. We got we got Triple H influenced, maybe influenced by Vince. I don't know, but we somehow we had to tell the story that Pat McAfee, it, it, you know, that it with two weeks he took Adam Cole to the limit. And it was what's crazy is, I was immediately pissed because I had to text you. I had to text you that night. Damn what time it was, too. Because I knew you was up. I knew you was up. We used to record late at night. Right, so I right, know you right. was up. Yep. used to be I like 3, 4 in the morning. I yeah. was watching it. And I had yep. like, before I, before I was like, hey, did you watch it? You finished up to what match? You was like, mm-hmm. I finished it all. I was like, okay. Okay. I'm going in. What the fuck? <laughs> like, you, you to tell me? So I told you. So I what I got from the story is... Anybody with two weeks of wrestling training could take Adam Cole to the limit. Yeah. That's the story. I'm yeah. sorry. You cannot. You you can debate me with that if you want to, but I, I'm, I'm I can easily you shut that down with no, that. You can't. You can't, you can't man. You can't. There's too many holes in that. Hey, right now, it's that's that's it's not debatable. Right now, it's not God. debatable. Yeah. Yeah. And you to tell me as a wrestling fan, you and yeah. I, 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 I can't understand that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry if 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 I offended you because if I, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not trying to come offensive. I'm just saying to me, it's logic. Yeah. It comes down to logic to me, man. Two weeks of training and you could take Adam Cole with somebody who got more than 15 years in the game of wrestling. I didn't see any discrepancy between the two of the skills of the skill set. That's what pissed me off. Yeah. Throughout that match. It's like Pat McAfee's on his level, basically. Yes, man. Yeah. Like really? <laughs> nah, unacceptable, unacceptable, bro. Yeah. So that's my reaction. That is that's how I felt. Another therapy session, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I gotta get it out. I'm gonna get it out. I'm gonna get it all. To get it so I can feel better. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you, man. I 100% agree with everything you said. I don't disagree with anything that you said whatsoever in this, man. It just doesn't make any sense. The fact that 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 Pat McAfee took Adam Cole to the limit makes Pat McAfee look like he's on the level of an Adam Cole, and that just makes no sense. With the years and years and years and years and years of wrestling of Adam Cole, wrestling all over the world, wrestling people from all different just countries yes. and nations, and just you know, this, he has so much experience and he's accomplished so much at the highest level. For him to go against someone who, story wise, has only been doing this for two weeks, you know, like just some okay, he's a, he's an ex kicker, but what does that mean for wrestling? It means nothing. <laughs> You know How does that saying? translate to wrestling? It doesn't. It doesn't. So for them to book this like it's going to be a close matchup between this guy on two weeks' notice and Adam Cole, the former NXT champion who has the longest title reign in NXT history, who's calling himself the greatest NXT champion of all time, it's a joke. It's it's a serious joke. Now, I alluded to, I feel like this is a, it's a tale of two stories. This is the, there's the Pat McAfee story, mm-hmm. and then there's the Adam Cole story. From Pat McAfee, if you're watching this purely from Pat McAfee's perspective, like you said, I'm glad you, you said it. Props, all props to Pat McAfee for putting in the work yeah. to be able to perform the way he did. And I feel like for Pat McAfee, this was a great showing and a great match for him. For him, this is like one of those kind of like, okay, 
uh, uh, you could say a star is born. You could say he has oh. what it takes to potentially compete in NXT. And I can hear an argument for some people saying, well, you know, like based off of how good he looked, you know, I can accept the fact that this happened. But I disagree with the whole accepting that this happened with Adam Cole. Like that's where I draw the line. Like I get that Pat McAfee has been put in the work and I get that he has, you know, he has some skills when it comes to wrestling now because he's been training. But against Adam Cole, and this is the other story, is for Adam Cole, this makes him look like he is developmental all over again. Like he needs to go back to the drawing board because if someone can come in off of two weeks notice and put take you to the limit, it makes you look like, well, were you really as good as what we all thought you were? Right, like man. how he came how in your you, house, right? He came to your house, and you're the guy who you, you just list them. You know, he's beaten Keith Lee. You know, he's beaten Matt Riddle. He's beaten uh, Johnny Gargano. He's beaten Tommaso Ciampa. You know, he's beaten the top names. Pete Dunn. You know, he he beat Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. He went one on one against Seth Rollins. Yeah, like he's gone against all these big names, like just. This guy who he was in the Bullet Club, you know, he ran with the Young Bucks and, and Kenny Omega, like a, a guy who we're calling the best wrestler in the world right now. And Kenny mm-hmm. Omega, you know, like he's gone and he's been in the ring with all of these different talented, you know, world class wrestlers. And then you get Pat McAfee almost off the street two weeks notice. And it's he's sitting here wincing and in rest holds and just barely kicking out of these moves. I mean, come on, and you you mentioned the the Seth Rollins and Dominic match, and that's a perfect oh perfect God. example because yes. and and Dom yes. he is a he is a prodigy, yes, of yes. a wrestler, yes. His father Rey Mysterio is is just a legend in the game, and his you can say okay, I can buy a closer matchup from Dominic Mysterio because. His father being, you know, what he is, you could say, well, he's been, you know, clearly, you know, he's got a little bit of his father in him, you know, like he could have natural talent because of his father. And we know he's been training like that. That is not something that they hid. It's not like they said, hey, Dominic, he's never, you know, in his life, you know, done this before. Like, we know he's been training. It's been saying in commentary, like, like Dom is training, like, as we know, become a WWE superstar. So they said that on TV. Right. You know, we've basically seen Dominic grow up before our eyes, you know, yes. like literally saw him as a kid on in WCW even when it came to the who's the daddy between Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, you know, to, you know, 2020 getting the ring with Seth Rollins. Like we've seen him grow up in the business. We know he's at least been around all of these wrestlers picking up the knowledge. Pat McAfee, we haven't seen it. It just doesn't make sense. And again, you're selling two weeks and Dominic Mysterio has been... He's the son of Rey Mysterio, and he's been training, so we know that. But you look at the result, Seth Rollins toyed with Dominic, played with him. I mean, and this is kind of jumping the gun a little bit for our, you know, recap of that, but it's appropriate here because of the comparisons. Like, Domin- I mean, Seth Rollins, at the end of that matchup, basically telling Rey Mysterio, oh, you're so close, you're so close, Rey, you're so close, reach out a little further, Rey, you're almost reach out there. a little further, you're almost you're there, there, you're almost there. <laughs> Just ends him right in front of his Done. father. Like, I was like, damn, that's a G move, bro. That was brutal, vicious, heartless, <laughs> evil, and just everything you could say, man. And I'm like, yes, that's what 
that should have happened with Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. It should have been pure domination, Pat McAfee selling, trying. You know, he could put it in effort and try a little bit, but overall, like, to have near falls on him. Again, the Brock Lesnar comparison, too, is is appropriate here. Like, this is what it should have been, just a pure domination. Like, when he went against John Cena, it should have been no contest. He's just getting destroyed, and you're just like, wow. Like, he's beating the ever-loving shit out of Pat McAfee right now. And Pat McAfee, to his credit, he's taking a beating. But that, I don't even feel like that really happened. Like, uh-huh. even, so Dominic, <laughs> think about everything Dominic went through. You know, Dom with took the a Ken- beating. He got his ass whooped. He got his ass whooped. And even before that on Raw with the with the kendo sticks, you know, and you saw his, the marks on his body. He got destroyed for like a week straight by <laughs> Seth Rollins, man. And here, in this matchup against a guy, and, I, I, and we keep saying it, we're a broken record, but this Next is the story. Week. I'm going to make you my bitch. Right. Oh, oh God. Man. Adam Cole. And I told you you was going to live and die by those words. So yeah. you're going to get that smoke. Yeah. Cash a check that his ass. Or he, he wrote a check that his ass couldn't cash. That's basically what happened. Shit, that shit is voided. Yeah. Talking about, man. That shit is voided. You did not. You absolutely did not make him your bitch, man. If anything, like, he pushed you and he almost got you. You almost got got. Right. For real. Just. He could have. He could come back. He could come back with a rebuttal. It's like, man, I was that close. Yep. With two weeks. Two yep. weeks, Adam. Mm-hmm. The lo- you're the longest, longest reigning NXT mm-hmm. champion. And then I almost beat you. Yep. 2.9 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he could literally come out he and could. say that verbatim, what I he just could. said. He could. He and totally I wouldn't could. be. I'm like, well, he has a point. He has a point. He has a point, really, man. Really, if you look you didn't at make it. make him his bitch. Right. If, if anything, if you look at it. your dance partner out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not one for moral victories necessarily. I'm not a big fan of that. But if you look at this, that I, I, I feel like Pat McAfee actually won this match. He did. Yep. He, I feel he like did. he won. This is hell for Adam Cole. <laughs> that this is, is hell. Yeah. 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 Yep. Just looking at it, Pat I'm going to call it how, it how it is, man. That is an L. Big time L, bro. Yeah. Adam Cole was supposed to make Pat McAfee his bitch, and it did not happen. It, uh, Pat McAfee fought hard, kept the match close, almost pinned him, almost beat him. I mean, literally, that I'm watching it right now, and that superplex from the top, I, it was 2.9 seconds. <laughs> literally, he was he was .1 away from getting beat yes. by Pat McAfee. Yes, just done. I'm like, like he barely got that shoulder up, and I, yeah. and you know what, man? It was like I went zero to ten real quick, but I died. I slowly went. I was like, oh my god. Are you kidding me? Yep. I was I was almost just yeah. I was just pissed off and then yeah. I was just calmed down slightly. But I was still pissed off. I'm like, why? Why are you Oh yeah, I know. Why Adam Cole? I know. I put my name on out there for you, bro. I know. I know. <sighs> so uh, with with this, so we got that we got that all out. So now with this, I mean Pat McAfee, you know, maybe he continues on and he continues to try to wrestle a little bit. We'll see. Oh, I think the, the latest that I heard was that there was nothing in the plans necessarily for him is what Pat McAfee was saying. It, it might just have been a one and done, we'll see. But I feel like he'll he'll be around again. Uh but for Adam Cole, where do we go from here? Well, I, I saw where we go. So. Oh, okay. So, okay, okay, okay. All right. Let's say we can wrap that up after the carrying cross because it right. ties that in. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I, and I think I think given given the news now, I think I know where this is going to. All right, cool. You you so, might have a clue, but it's still uh, going to uh, blow your mind, though. Oh, my 
<laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'll let you because I, oh my god, bro! I can't wait to hear your response, man. Okay, all right. <laughs> so we'll get there. Another another great tease for the rest of this show. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so we we went through it. We had the therapy session. Adam yeah. Cole, Pat McAfee. It's done. We're gonna. We was there for each that. other. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hafiz. Absolutely, man. Always, always. All right, all right. Deep breath. All right, moving on. NXT <laughs> Women's Championship matchup: Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai. All right, this man—I didn't even realize that that rhyme, man. This whole time, right. it's kind of tricky, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we had so this one. The prediction: I had Dakota Kai pulling off the upset. You had Io Shirai retaining her championship, and I'm gonna tell you. There were many times in this matchup where I thought, oh, my God, I'm about to be right. Like, Dakota guy yeah. is about to pull this off. Oh Raquel Gonzalez, you know, yeah. came in with that huge slam up, you know, at, towards the end of the matchup. I'm like, yep, this is it. This is it. <laughs> it happened. But Io Shirai, man, she kicked out. And then she did what I think you had alluded to it. Like, maybe she fights off both of them. And in the midst of knocking down Raquel Gonzalez, she gets back in the ring, yes. uh, pins uh, Dakota Kai. And yeah, she got the victory. She hit the the, the moonsault, um, got the victory on Dakota Kai, retaining her championship. Hmm. Uh, they tried, or Raquel Gonzalez tried to initiate the beatdown to Yoshirai. But we had Rhea Ripley come to the aid of Io Shirai, have right. a standoff for Raquel. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I, right away I was like, man, this is a match I didn't know I wanted, right. but I've got to have it. I, I do. got to have it. So, yeah, I man. I don't know what you cook, but I want more of that, sir. I, that. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I want some. I need I seconds. I need thirds. <laughs> <laughs> Load me up. Right. <laughs> Let's go. So, yeah, man. Great matchup from Io Shirai. Great matchup from Dakota Kai. And the aftermath was just mouthwateringly great, too. So, what were your thoughts on all this, man? Oh, man. It was it was a great match. I enjoyed Io Shirai. I'm glad she got the dub. I got scared, just like you said in your, re- in your breakdown, man, because the way Dakota Kai was, like, breaking down her ligaments, man, I was like, oh, man, just... This might lead to something. This might yeah. lead to Dakota Kaido. Weird, I don't know. Yeah. And then Raquel Gonzalez, she's just lurking around the ring like a shark, man. She's just waiting to pounce. I was like, oh man, this is this this could happen. And then we had that close, close, the, the actually almost a replica of the two point nine, uh, close uh, uh, pin. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it was a close pin, man, from uh, Dakota Kai. And but Io Shirai, luckily she she was able to take care of business and. And I predicted that situation yeah, right. So, yeah, did. so she took care of Raquel first, then went business, went straight on the business of Dakota Kai and got the dub, man. So hats off to her. But that stare down with Rhea Ripley and Raquel, oh, my God. I was like, oh, shit. You, it was you, saw, yeah. just, you saw the electricity, man. Yes. Just, just the lightning surging from each other. I was like, oh, my God, bro. Yep. Just, yeah. I want it. I want it now. Force, the unstoppable force versus <laughs> yes. the movable object, man. Oh, like that's what man. that was. They was just great. both looking all swollen. <laughs> just <laughs> both dominant, man. Like man, yeah, yeah. That that is. I, I I want that matchup. I can't wait to see that matchup. So hopefully we get that soon. And again, you know, probably the, on tonight's NXT, we'll get some more information on that and where that's going to go. I think there was a tag team matchup that the, they were going to have. 
between Rhea and Io versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez if I saw the the preview right. So, mm. yeah, man, can't wait to, to view that and, and, and take that in. So it's going to be great. But, uh, yeah, man, great matchup overall. Great aftermath. I mean, what more can we say? Just It was, it was all around, just booked perfectly. Um, and, yeah, shout out to Io for retaining and continuing as, as and still NXT Women's Champion. All right. We are at the main event for the NXT Championship. The Limitless One himself defending his championship, Keith Lee, against Karrion Cross with Scarlet Doomsday was upon us before the match, during the match, and after the match. As Karrion Cross came out the victor. Uh, you had predicted Keith Lee, and rightfully so. You had a great case. You yeah. had a great case for Keith yeah. Lee. Um, I predicted Karrion Cross. Uh, but just once fit- they showed that promo for Tommaso Chan, I was like, shit. <laughs> you know what? They go no. that scenario. No, no, no. See, what's funny about that is when they showed that for Tommaso Ciampa, I was like, oh, damn. I think, Karen, what if Tommaso Ciampa shows up tonight? And that was kind of foreshadowing well, yeah. well, that yeah. Tommaso was going to get involved in this matchup and cause Karrion Cross the, the the match. Like, I, I was actually concerned for Karrion Cross and the and that prediction and thought you were in good shape with Keith Lee. And I'm like, yeah, uh, Devin was right. <laughs> Devin was right. They're going to keep it on Keith Lee. You know, they want to keep it going a little bit longer. Okay. But no, I, when Karrion Cross got that pin, I was actually a little bit shocked because it yeah. ended, and I was like, "Wait, it's over!" Like yeah. it just because kinda... his finisher is 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 very it's a very basic suplex, right? Right. So when he did it from the top rope, it just looked like a normal suplex. Yeah. So you expect Keith Lee to kick, but that was actually his finisher. So yeah, the three count. Doomsday yeah. Saido. It just yep. yeah, it's just kind of like that side suplex. Now when he did it when he did it from the top. Like, again, even though he did it from the top, like you said, it just looks like a normal move. Almost like the, the belly to Bailey, you know, mm-hmm. does for, for Bailey. And, you know, yep. to, for me, I was like, okay, like he's doing it from the top. Maybe this could be. But when they counted the pin, I was still like, wow. Like, yeah. my mouth dropped. It, that's it. That's <laughs> it. It's done. I was shocked, bro. Yeah. Because I didn't expect Keith Lee to lose because I was like, damn, that's it? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, thirty days. Yeah. So, and we'll talk about that too because I know when we've kind of discussed this through text messages, the whole idea of him being a transitional champion. So we'll go through that for sure. But for Carrying Cross, we'll stick with the moment because there was there is breaking news about Carrying Cross's situation during the yeah. matchup. I could tell that there was something that had happened because on a replay they showed him kind of grabbing his shoulders. Oh, so. Yeah. You know, we'll get into what happened with that. But I will say just for that moment, seeing Karrion Cross win, seeing Scarlett's reaction, just like so happy and just like she got in the ring and she was almost like hitting him. But like in a loving way, like, yes. yeah, you did it. You, you freaking did it. Like just like so happy. And then they hand carrying the belt. He's holding the belt. And when they were at the entranceway, oh the God. fire. As soon as I saw that shot on my TV. I had to take pictures of it. Uh, I was like, this is screenshot, epic. Screenshot, 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 yes. screenshot, screenshot. you did the same thing. Yes. You texted you were showing me that. I was like, yep. <laughs> I, I had the same reaction. I'm like, this is just, you have to have this image. This looks like yes. one of those, like, iconic images oh to God. see. The flames in the background, him holding up the belt, yes. Scarlet in front, just like, being just it's like just, hell on earth, man. Yeah, but it was like, <laughs> I, I want more of this. Right, man. Know? So It's like, Mike. God, what yeah. what I just witnessed right now. 
Oh, man. It was great. It was great. So, great moment. Unfortunately, though, the moment had to be short-lived mm. because Karen Cross did, in fact, hurt his shoulder uh, to a point where he's, he's I guess he's going to, was he going to require surgery? Like, what's what's the situation there? Uh, it looked like he's going to need uh, some surgery. It's a separated shoulder. So. Yeah. He's going to have time off. Yeah. So, unfortunately, they had to, breaking news, they had to strip Karrion Cross of the belt. So, Karrion Cross is no longer champion. So, this sets up a situation where, you know, I mean, I could make some prediction on what I think happens. I have not seen this. Um, but I can kind of put two and two together as to what I think is happening. But you're saying something major is going to happen. So now I'm thinking, ah, it's probably not big enough. What I'm thinking is probably not big enough. That, to, so what are you thinking? Just, I, I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, so what What I'm, I mean, I think the plan was for Tommaso Ciampa to challenge Karrion Cross. So I feel like Tommaso Ciampa is going to be involved in, you know, some kind of championship matchup or tournament or battle royal or something. Mm-hmm. So I think Ciampa for sure. And then I think, you know, given, I mean, Adam Cole, you know, is 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 Adam Cole. Like Adam Cole will be involved in this in some way. Um, they may pull some some guys. Maybe Finn Balor gets pulled into this too. I'm just thinking like throw the big names at it. Let's just do like, I don't know, a tournament with with. The big names in NXT, but the the big the the three for sure on my mind, and maybe even like let's throw in Johnny Gargano as well. So let's let's have a tournament or a, a battle royal or something with Tommaso Ciampa, uh, uh, Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, and Adam Cole, and let's crown a new champion, have it in a couple weeks, and go with it. So that that's what I'm thinking. That that's if I'm Regal, that's I'm doing something like that because you just lost your champion, you lost Karrion Cross. Like, you got to do something because the excitement that we all felt for Karrion and to lose that right off the bat, I'm like, oh, this is this is just so disheartening. I'm like, why? So, yeah, man, hopefully they're doing something like that. But, I mean, if it's, if it's bigger than that, because I, I just don't know. So, we'll see. So, why don't you fill us in? Well, you t- headed in the right direction, man. Okay. I was like, damn, you smart. <laughs> I'm just saying in my head. I'm like, shit. Yeah. I'm like, did he watch the show? He yeah, no. Bullshit. He was bullshit, man. Oh, he had to no. watch the show. He had I to did. watch it. Because he was like, Dirty, get him. Tommaso, and, you know. Yeah. Give me why not Finn Balor? Give me the big names. <laughs> Give me the big names. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. So what do we got, man? What do we do? All right. So you, kinda, you, are, you was already heading in that right direction. So okay. I, I'm going to put it out there. So. William Regal came came out tonight and announced a huge match. It is a match between Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Finn Balor, Adam Cole, all former NXT champions. And he and he titled as we're going to find out who is the greatest NXT champion in a sixty minute Iron Man Fatal Four Way match. I'm about Damn. to drop the mic. Damn. <laughs> Wow. And it's really just those four? Those four. That is it. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> it is decided. Wow. That's epic. We're going to get the finite of this debate yeah. right here. Oh, well, on Super I don't know about Tuesday. All that. Well, that's what now. It's going to happen. He said he announced it at Super Tuesday, too. So, okay. NXT, okay. Super Tuesday, 60 minute, 60 minute, 60 minute. Iron Man match, Fatal Four Way. Wow. That's that's epic. That's epic. He, and 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 I'm gonna be honest right now. Like, let's say 
my guy, Johnny Gargano, wins this matchup. I don't think from that alone I would name him as the greatest NXT champion of all time. Oh, like, I, okay. I just, I don't think that this match necessarily decides that because I feel like it's it's more about the entirety of your reign versus, like, you winning one single match. Um, but, you know, WWE will do this kind of thing where they want to say, <laughs> the greatest match ever, this is the greatest show, you know, like, and I just... I don't. I don't really buy into that. Like, I feel uh-huh. like it's more about the totality of your reign overall. So, regardless of who wins this, wins this matchup, I don't think this decides who's the greatest champion. But I am so excited to see these four guys compete. And you know what? This has the potential to be one of the greatest. I'm just about to say that in NXT ever. history, I'm just about to say period. ever. Like just WWE, yes. I think it yes. can. Man, you're talking about the conditioning these dudes have yeah. to are, are in to go 60 minutes in yeah. a federal four way, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this could be it, and they don't. I hope they don't try to sell it like that and say oh, greatest match. Don't don't do that. Like the great to say the greatest NXT champion of all time. Okay, you could. You could make that argument, and and from a story perspective, I understand why they're doing that because they're all former champions. They're all like iconic champions in NXT history, so it makes sense, and and you know that'll make it fun too. But really, this has the chance to be the greatest NXT for sure NXT match of all time, and you're putting it out there as the greatest match period, and and all of WWE. Like, yeah, well, it has well, a chance well, to do that. Well, let me say this because the way uh, the way. William Regal said it. He he kind of put a, a reason why he dubbed it as we're gonna is gonna we're gonna find out who's the NXT greatest champion ever. Because when he introduced the you know the roster when he he was going through it, he was he was he was saying we're gonna have former NXT champions and we're gonna start with Johnny Gargano, you know the first ever Triple Crown winner, and then we go with Tommaso Ciampa, the guy who never lost his yeah. NXT uh, title. He, yeah. he he mentioned that, and then we're gonna go with Finn Balor. His ninety, he said his two hundred and ninety-two uh, day reign, and then he went with. Then he ended with Adam Cole, the longest reigning. Ch- so when he was just breaking it yeah. down, I was like, "Hell yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna find out who is the greatest NXT champion." Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be a hell of a match. Wow, yeah. that's just crazy. That it's those fo- like. I, I, that's what I would if I'm booking it. That's who I would want. I, if I if you had to oh, ask me who are the four guys I'd want to put in that matchup, it'd be those four. And yeah, I'm or just I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to to see that matchup. That is gonna be insane. Yeah. I, love it. I love it. I love it. On a Tuesday, too. On a Tuesday. Yeah, right. man. I'm, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. So, turning a, a bad situation into a positive in a way, or trying to make the best out of it by just giving us just this epic matchup. That wouldn't have happened if not for this injury happening. So, it's unfortunate. The reasons why, because Karrion Cross, he's a star. We want to see him continue to rise. But, you know, looking at what we're, what, the, what we're making out of that situation... Yeah, we're going to get one of the greatest matches of all time. That's what it looks like. And wow, man. Bring so early on. predictions. Wow. Who, who, who do you got? Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso, huh? Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Yeah, I see Tommaso winning it. You know what? That's yeah. a good pick because he, yeah. he kind of needed it because he took yeah. like two L's back to back on yeah. his way out. Yeah. Before carrying Cross, he took that L against Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, that was a hard L, too. That was a, yeah. He took a, another hard L against Karrion Cross. Yeah. 
I might go with that, man. Yeah, I, I think might go with that, man. This is the first right. time I'm going against Adam Cole, bro. Yeah, second time though. Second time you picked uh, uh, the dream against. Yeah, him, so. and I said yeah. I wouldn't do it again, but yeah. and then I kind of, I kind of felt he kind of break my heart because he didn't commit to what he said. You know about Pat McAfee, I'm gonna make you my bitch. So oh. I'm like, all right, well, you didn't deliver on that contract. Why the hell I need to deliver on that contract oh, on, on my part? Then oh, you know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna be loyal to me. Why well, don't be loyal to you? You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> you taking it all the way, man. So I'm going with Tommaso Ciampa then, oh, man. Oh man, just, just. I mean, I look at it as just calling like it is. Like again, Johnny Gargano is my guy. Like he's my guy. Finn, ba- Finn Balor is my guy. But I'm looking at the situation, and I'm saying to myself, who does it make the most sense for right now? And Tommaso Ciampa, I'm looking at it like it was probably going to be Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. So I feel like it makes sense. You give Tommaso Ciampa the belt now. He holds it until Karrion Cross comes back. And then you have them face off again. And maybe Karrion Cross is the first person to actually beat Tommaso Ciampa for the title. And then we're back to where we started before he got hurt. So I think that that storyline right now, right now, it makes the most sense. Um, they could go any way with it. Maybe they try to switch it up a little bit and have, you know, Adam Cole win it again. Since, you know, like you're saying, this could be the match to determine the greatest NXT champion of all time. And he's been calling himself the greatest NXT champion of all time. But honestly, and- I don't know if it, was feel, it would feel special if he was to win it. Cause man, man, that Pat, I, I gotta it, say, it man, that Pat McAfee, man, it, it did, man, it kind of tainted, and, tainted, and tainted oh his. God, I just had a a bad thought in my head too. Like, so Adam Cole wins this matchup. Who do you think challenges oh, bro, Adam no, Cole? For the no, title? no, no, Pat no, McAfee. no, no. <laughs> I almost had you. No. Two point nine seconds. Oh, I almost had you, no. Adam Cole. <laughs> no. No, Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole, two, bro. <laughs> bro. Dose. Oh my God, it's scary that it's that that can happen. That could happen. That can happen. Yeah, that would be awful. Holy, yeah, we just can't get that. Oh. We can't. We, we can't, man. <laughs> we that would cannot. destroy me. That would destroy my faith in NXT. I yeah, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it, it would, man. It would. Oh, yeah, that'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. So, I'm rooting against that at all costs. Dude, you just I blew my mind with that, that, man. You li- Because that is an actual reality. Yeah, yeah. That is a high percentage yeah. chance yeah. that can happen. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Adam Cole's wins. We tell the story. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. I, hey, listen to me, Dad. I got this great story. Okay. Uh, Adam Cole wins. All right, we do Pat McAfee, too. He come out there and say, I almost had you in 2.9 seconds. Okay, Dad? All right. Because the funny thing is, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You you can pitch that. Oh, man. It's, it's, yeah. And this is, gosh, it's just the echoes of uh, David Arquette, you know, like when David Arquette became champion. Just, oh, it just made, I'm, feel ill literally talking about this. The idea of Pat McAfee even challenging for the NXT championship and and being afraid the whole time like what if they what if Triple H just loses his mind for a second and says, <laughs> "Let's have Pat McAfee beat Adam Cole for the NXT championship." 
Because, you know, he was on ESPN, and that'll just be so much publicity. People be talking about it, because people lost their minds with the fact that Adam Cole and Pat McAfee were in a match. Imagine what'll happen if Pat McAfee actually beats, no, challenges him for an NXT championship, and then beats him. And then he can go on ESPN with the belt, and just, you know, he's great, he's a great talker, so, you know, people will listen, and it'll be fun, entertaining, while he goes on all these talk shows, and blah, 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 blah. Ugh, that's a terrifying, terrifying situation. So, hell no, hell no. I don't. Blew my mind, like not in a good way with that. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like in a bad way. Like hell no. I I I am. Like I I I never that idea never came to me until you said it out loud, and you didn't even have to finish the statement because soon you said, "All right, something just blew my mind." What if? Adam Cole wins. You knew and I'm what like, was no. coming. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Hafiz. Yep, yep, Don't yep. you dare finish it. You knew what was coming. You knew what was coming. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, man. I just we'll see. We'll see. But Tommaso Ciampa, that's the story to me that makes the most sense. Set up Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. That way, you know, when Karrion Cross comes back, we can just jump right back into that story. Um, you know, another funny thing about this whole situation, too, is that we're technically... <laughs> William Regal and Triple H are breaking their rule around what the outcome of that one final beat matchup was supposed to be. <laughs> because if we remember, <laughs> yeah, never they again. said, never again, this was the last time we would see Tommaso Ciampa Typical versus... WWE. Johnny Gargano, never again. We know that's bullshit. We know that's bullshit. Now, I think I remember, I think I was saying, like, look, they'll fight each other, but it'll be a while. It'll be like, you know, gosh, I don't remember how long I said it was, but I felt like maybe a a year. Maybe a year. I might have said that. And it hasn't been a year yet. So I was off on that for sure if I said a year. Um, I think you were saying it'd be sooner than, than like, I don't know, maybe like three months or something like that. Um, so somewhere in between those two predictions is what we got. But here we are, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa in the ring going after the NXT championship. Um, but I'm cool with it, man. It makes sense for the situation we it have. Does. It does. It makes sense. The way William Regal explained it, the way he broke it down, you know, that's why he's the best GM, man. He's, he's just best. not going to come out there and just name, yes. you know, that we're going to find out the greatest, but. He, he, he laid facts behind it. He yeah. named the reasons why we're going to oh, find yeah. out the reason. You know, everybody has a certain title to to their uh, to their title reign, man. So, yeah. yeah. No, nah, man. Right on, right on. And then, um, yeah, just, just I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm excited for this matchup. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Super Tuesday, you know, these four guys competing. 60-minute Iron Man match to determine the new NXT Champion, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Um, before we conclude the NXT side of this, we do have to have the discussion about Keith Lee. Um, and this kind of transitions transitions us nicely from NXT to WWE. But the conversation we, we want to have here is the, around the term transitional champion. Mm. So mm. before the, when we made our predictions and I was picking Karrion Cross. You would mention, okay, if that does happen, then we, we're going to have to have this conversation of if we think Keith Lee was a transitional champion based off the fact that he had a short title reign. 
Um, now, it happened, and here we are. So uh, I know which way you're going. You're saying he what he is a transitional champion. And I'm willing to defend Keith Lee in saying that I don't believe he's actually a transitional champion. So uh, let's let's start it off, man. So tell, tell us why you believe tra- Keith Lee is, in fact, a transitional champion. He only had, what, one title defense? With well, he, this was a second title. A second? But, well, but still, between that, only one with Dajakovic? Right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't anybody else. It wasn't, in, you know, in the, anybody in the main event picture. Uh, well, it was Johnny Gargano. I'm sorry. Yeah, he had two because he had that other one with Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forget right. NXT in your house, right? Wait, was that for the – I think that was for the North American. That wasn't for the NXT Oh, title. yeah, that wasn't NXT. That was North yeah. American. No, that was the North yeah, American Yeah, I'm tripping. Title. So, never yeah, mind. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, yeah, back to yep. my statement. You only had one. <laughs> <laughs> it was one. It, it was, was just, only one. <laughs> it was just one in the in the dirty in a 30-day period, man. And then he didn't even get a chance to have a, a, a good double champion t- title run. He immediately dropped the NXT title. He gave a good reason why, but still, yeah. we couldn't get, like – a title defense with being as double champion, mm-hmm. you know, maybe two, just to see who who wants to crack that boat and see if somebody can. But no, nah, man, we didn't. And he immediately dropped it uh, to give other wrestlers opportunities, and then so he can immediately so he can just focus on the one. And then as soon as Karrion Cross comes in the picture, he drops it immediately. Yeah, that's it. Finit done, and yeah. that's your title reign, man. In a, in thirty days, that was it. It came down to one match. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, you know, and with everything that you're saying, it it makes a lot of sense. I hear you Um, on my side in defending Keith Lee. I'll say this, that one, the reason why I feel like he's not a transitional champion is because the title reign that he had, or at least the title win that he had is kind of uh, not record breaking, but it's an impactful, memorable thing that he was able to accomplish being the first ever double champion in NXT in the history of transitional champions. Cause I had to look into it just to see like, okay, when we say transitional champion, like historically, what does it mean? So transitional champions, usually that term goes to a guy who, if they want to move the belt from a, one face to another, they'd usually have a heel kind of win the title so that those two faces didn't have to go against each other. So like back in the day, I think it was like Bruno San Martino, um, he had lost the belt to a guy, then they moved it on to another face, but they basically just didn't want those two faces to go against each other. Um, The most recent example that that I was able to find of a true transitional champion was, um, and the other part of it is if there's like an unfortunate injury that happens or if there's an unfortunate circumstance that makes it so that the champion is no longer able to defend that title and then they have like a placeholder champion, but then they immediately give it to somebody else. So the other example, which is funny because they have a timeline right now on WWE Network for for the situation, was uh, Christian. So Christian, um, basically Edge was champion, but then he had to retire because he had that career-ending neck injury. And so they had a a series of matches, but at the end of it, Christian became champion for the first time. Five days later, he once again went against Randy Orton, lost the belt. So, you know, Christian was not really in the plans to become champion. It was just kind of a circumstantial thing because they wanted that championship to be on SmackDown. And Christian just happened to be the guy on the SmackDown side. And so they gave it to him, but then eventually gave it to Randy, who was also a face. So 
just going off of how in wrestling the term is traditionally used, I feel like that's one way to look at it to say Keith Lee is not a transitional champion because it, it wasn't like it, it wasn't in the plans for Keith Lee to become champion. And Keith Lee had such an impactful thing that he had accomplished being the first ever double champion, North American, NXT champion. No one else can say they're the first person to do that. So that to me is, is a big reason why I feel like you know, it's impactful enough that I can't just write it off as he's a transitional champion. That, but that's where you lose me right there, your argument. Because if if he's the first, he and, and since he lost it within that short period, he automatically downgrades the transitional because, you know, because of that fact, you was the first ever double champion. First ever double champion, and you had a 30-day reign as NXT champion? I think where where we differ, because I feel like where I agree with you is that the it's unfortunate that he ended up only getting a, a short reign. But transitional champion to me is like, you know, when Kane, I, even that to me, they don't even look at that as a transitional champion. But like Kane, 24 hours after he won the title, he ended up losing the title immediately. Right. He lost it back, I think, to Stone Cold. Um that it was like, why did they even give him the title? Like, what was the the whole point of that? Like, it didn't it didn't have any meaning. There wasn't anything to it. But with Keith Lee, he beat Adam Cole, the longest reigning champion of all time, to become the first ever NXT and North American champion, right? And so that right there is something that in the record books, in the annals of NXT, it will always be Keith Lee who was the first one. Now I get what you're saying about the reign itself being lackluster because he wasn't champion for longer time. He didn't have more title defenses. But I think the term transitional champion, would, to me, it feels like it just kind of happened by circumstance. It wasn't really, he wasn't really in the plans. They didn't use it to push him necessarily. It just kind of happened. Now, the aftermath of Keith Lee losing the belt was, we know the reason why he lost the belt now. Well, he yeah, lost now, the belt yeah. because they took him to Raw. So exactly. to me, I think the the whole idea of this of Keith Lee winning the belt was to elevate him, and then Vince was like, "Oh, I gotta have him. That's it. This is it's time." Like Triple H, I know you love him, but he's got to be on Raw now. Like give give him give me on Raw. <laughs> and so, sure enough, Keith Lee ends up on Raw, drops the title. He's on he Raw. Did. At SummerSlam, they already had the promo ready saying uh, Raw. Is Raw has no limits, or, or I, it said something like that, but it was a promo on well, SummerSlam. Raw is limitless, yeah, something like Raw that. Raw is yeah. limitless, something like that. Yeah. And so immediately on SummerSlam, they had it pre-drafted up, the, the CGI and everything was done, and they had it ready to go for SummerSlam, and sure enough, he was on the Raw after SummerSlam. So to me, they used that, I think that was the whole point of Keith Lee doing what he did. Once he, once he gets the belt, beats Adam Cole, it raises, it elevates him, to a point where Vince is like, okay, he's hot, let, let me go get him. Now, him losing the belt, you know, does it drop him down a little bit? As far as, like, that title reign being, like, you know, lackluster, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I just feel like the... It's not his title reign being lackluster. It's, it's, what, it's, it's the points you're making that makes that, you know, because the reason... Because how he lost makes it uh, lackluster, like... He, he was the first ever double champion, uh, and and then he, he took it off the longest reigning NXT champion, mm-hmm. and with and in thirty days he lost it 
to Karrion Cross, man. Just like that. With just like that. One match. It yeah. was over. Yeah, I, I and again I hear what you're saying. I just feel like that term transitional champion, I feel like it it's just that term specifically, and I'm just hung up on that term that I feel like that doesn't fit this. I feel like it's it's for a worse situation where the guy that gets the belt, it almost feels like what like him even winning the belt, it's not even a memorable what he did. There was no impact. It was it just kind of like by circumstance, we want to get the belt from this guy to this guy, and that's it. The person that gets it doesn't benefit at all from getting the championship, and it's almost like they weren't champion. For Keith Lee, it elevated him to the point where he's the first guy to say he's double champion in NXT. Mm-hmm. So he has that on his resume. And then he went immediately to Raw. So they did use this to elevate him. They didn't just do this for Karrion Cross. They did it for both of them. Karrion Cross was supposed to stay on NXT, continue to, to stay there and be champion, while Keith Lee would move on to Raw. Like, that was the idea. So, you know, I hear what you're saying. And, you know, I think we could go back and forth on it, like, even yeah, more. Yeah, I think, but, I, th- I think we can. But at the same point, like, you know, for, for me, you know, I think that it's that term, transitional champion. That, to me, is what doesn't fit here. But I do hear your points. And I think you got valid points about the overall reign of Keith Lee. Like, it would have been cool if you would have had more defenses. Um, but it didn't happen. And I and I see why. We see the reasons why. Because Vince, Vince loves him now. So he wants him on Raw. And, you know, we will talk more about how he's using him on Raw when we talk about WWE because, man, I, if, if this is Vince's vision for him on Raw, I, I'm not with this. So, yeah, but um, I agree to disagree on this one, but your point's well taken. Um, you know, I just feel like Keith Lee, the, that win beating Adam Cole, that image of him with both the belts – like that to me, that you know, seeing that image and then putting transitional champion over it for me, it doesn't quite fit for you. It does. That's fine. We can d- agree to disagree, but we both laid out our cases. All right, man. Fair enough, man. I'm willing to to go down that path to agree to disagree. <laughs> I am because I, I feel like you you know you're making your points, but I feel like we could just we can keep on going. I think they're this. both valid. I think yeah. I can't I can't like <laughs> like as much as I believe in what I'm saying. Like I'm hearing what you're saying, and I'm like, yeah, man. I think. I can understand why some people would see him as a transitional champion. I could see it. And at the same point, I think if I'm looking, because I I had to look it up. I'm like, transitional champion. What does it mean historically in WWE? And to me, it's like, uh, this doesn't quite fit, but I can understand the other side. So, you know, I I think that seeing the impact of of what it meant for Keith Lee to, to win the championship, again, double champion, first guy ever to do it, it's like, I don't know if it quite fits, but I, I agree to disagree. I hear your argument and, and well, well spoken, well said. So, you know, I think we just leave it at that and let the, let everybody, let all the listeners decide for themselves yeah. uh, what they think. Y'all figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that'll do it for NXT TakeOver 30. Uh, we're going to shift gears now over to SummerSlam. I guess before we shift gears, um, <laughs> this is always fun. The grade. The grade for NXT TakeOver. Do you want to do that now or do you want to do that after we do SummerSlam? Let's save it for let's save it for after because okay. I'm gonna go over the Twitter results too because I had uh put a Twitter question out there. A Twitter uh not a question, but a Twitter poll out there and thank you for everybody who responded. Uh we got some quite a few uh 
engagement out there. So I'll put the results out there. Nice, nice. All right, cool. So we'll go over that then after we do our SummerSlam recap as well. So let's shift gears over to SummerSlam. You'll never see it coming. Man, yeah, this show, and actually, let me see here. Let me see something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I got a little bit of audio for us here for this one. What? Oh, sound clip. I had to get it. I had to get it, man. That classic clip from Uh, Iron Man. Uh, Was it Iron Man? No, Iron Man 3. It was Iron Man 3. Yeah. Yeah. And shouts out to Half K Podcast. They tagged me in the clip, too. They (laughs) they listened to that episode, and I think uh, one of the guys, I want to say Nando, he sent me that little short clip (laughs) of the management of saying, You'll never see me coming. <laughs> yeah, man, that's just—it's just so perfect. It's just so perfect that that they put it out there, man. You'll never see it coming. Well, that's that's <laughs> what I heard when, as soon as they put that out there. So it was what it was. But yeah, man, the pay per view that you know the end of it—I actually did not see it coming. So you know, we said it earlier. So props to them for actually giving us a surprise that we did not right. see coming. Good so, surprise. That was a good surprise. Now. A not so great surprise for you'll never see it coming was that Apollo Cruz and MVP was pre-show. I didn't yes. see that coming. Got downgraded to pre-show, unfortunately. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I don't. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, well, that's deflating. Yeah, I was looking forward to that to seeing that on the main card. I, I immediately lost interest in that match when I heard that. Wow. Because you sent me that. You sent me a text saying, yeah, yep. look at this. And it was it was that it was going to be pre-show. It was going to be on the kickoff. I'm like, what? All this build-up for this, and then you're going to put it on the kickoff? Apollo Crews versus MVP? Yeah. Like, come on, man. They deserve more yeah. respect than that. It was. And it was a short match, too, man. Yeah. You know, short match, and Apollo Crews beat MVP clean. He got the win clean. Right. It, it no was interference, kinda, right? Yeah, but no, it wasn't eventful. It just kind of happened. Right. Like, okay. So, you know, and we're moving on now from this, so it's going to be Apollo Crews versus Bobby Lashley at payback, you know, which, I mean. (laughs) Let's pray for this man's soul right here, bro. I'm going to pray for you, Apollo. I'm going to pray for you. This is a wrap. (laughs) This is a wrap. He's getting destroyed. This might be. Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio. Oh, <laughs> like, man, the way think? they're building Bobby Lashley. Oh my! This is God. not. I am not. I'm not looking forward to this. He's gonna try. He's this gonna try. It's a one man wrecking crew, right? But now. he's gonna lose. There's, there's no way, no way. I just, 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 yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm afraid for what's about to happen. To Apollo Cruz, if he ends up pulling off the upset, I will be shocked. I'll be somewhat. I'll be happy because it's like okay, Apollo Cruz. They're, they're giving him some respect, but I, I how can't, I can't see it. How I can't see now it. with the story they've been telling about Bobby. Man, he went to underground, destroying people. Yeah, he, he he put a dude to sleep. He was limp. I was like, well, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He didn't he take out Dolph Ziggler too? He did. He threw him in a wall. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! He yeah, chucked no. him and threw him in a wall. I was like, okay, damn. Yeah, no. 
Paulo has been great, but not yeah. against this Bobby. Not yep. against this version of Bobby. And that was him being pissed from losing the arm wrestling match. Yeah. <laughs> against Apollo. <laughs> Bad move, Apollo. Bad it was. Move. I was like, that's him just being pissed and just mm-hmm. losing like that? Ugh. Just generally just angry. Pissed. He, he, he's not even fighting for the title. He's not really, like, letting loose. He's just... I gotta blow off some steam. Let me go to the underground. Whoop some ass. <laughs> and Shane was like, yeah, yeah, you want, you want to? Yeah, 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 go yeah. ahead. <laughs> He's all excited. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Hopefully that's not pre-show. I mean, good good lord. Oh, no, That's pre-show. Man. That's Come on, terrible. Man. But it's, right. it's Bobby. You know, I think Vince is it's one of the big guys. Yeah. He's gonna put it on the and I think the I think payback's gonna be a short pay per view, maybe like two hours, just over two hours. Yeah. You know, exactly. they'll be keeping them short, except for the the big four, but the big four was just, just over three. Right. This one was just over three. So yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, this this matchup here with MVP and Apollo was six minutes and forty seconds. So yeah, like you said, it was a short matchup for something that was built up for so long, man. That's 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 wild. That's wild. But yeah. So we had that happen. Apollo Crews is still champion, but probably not for long, leading into payback against Bobby Lashley, the CEO of the Hurt Business. Mm. All right. So now we have Asuka pulling double duty, going after the SmackDown Championship and the Raw Championship match, or Raw uh, Women's Championship. And it wasn't back to back. There was it was spaced no, out no. a little bit. It was. But uh, well, let's talk about Bailey versus Asuka first. So in the predictions. Um, I had said I thought Bailey was going to beat Asuka. You said, I think you at first were, had Asuka being double champion, but then you changed it and you had Asuka it. beating Bailey, right? Right. And then okay. I said Sasha's going to loop. Oh, no, Bailey being Asuka. Yeah, Bailey being yeah, Asuka. Bailey being Asuka yeah, Bailey being Asuka. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then Sasha losing uh, to Asuka. Yeah, which, which that was the one that in my head I could see that happening where I could see. I, I for sure thought Bailey was winning this yeah, matchup. But you went with the asinine picks. You said Oscar was going to lose. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So for me, again, my head was saying that Bailey wins, Sasha loses because of Sasha's ridiculous history of having never successfully defended a, a women's championship. Never. Like the tag team championship say. It's in the statistics. It's just so dumb. It's such a dumb thing to have on your resume. And I I just, I was rooting against it. I was rooting against it because I didn't want to see it. But what Um, if they're telling a story with that, though? I, I, I still don't think they needed to tell it this way. I just, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. It's just so, hold on, hold on. So let's think about this. So you wouldn't think if, all right. Because you know Bailey and Sasha are, are best friends outside the ring, too, in real life. I know where you're going with this. WrestleMania, potentially, the two of them facing off against each other. And, you know, Sasha beats Bailey for the title to become SmackDown Women's Champion. And then in the rematch where Bailey goes against Sasha, Sasha beats Bailey for the first time defending her title successfully. Like, I could see that happening for the, for the long game that they're playing. I, I, mm-hmm. I see it. But it still sucks to see her lose another title defense on the way there. Like, I just... It, it, it's, it's happened so many times. Like, if it wouldn't happen this many times, maybe I wouldn't feel this way about it. See, what's but, so bad about me, the, see, my reaction is I'm numb to the shit now. It happens so many times. That I don't I don't care. That's why the yeah. reasons why I went with the yeah. statistics. You made yeah. your arguments, but I'm like, yeah, but in mm-hmm. the end, I'm still going to fall with the stat sheet when it lines yeah. up and says she gonna, she going to lose. And that's what happened, man. I was numb to the shit. I didn't feel bad about it. 
it just yeah to me it just makes her look weak you know? it does it makes it her does. look weak it just makes her look like yeah she's she's falling short like she's a fraudulent champion every time she wins it's kind of a you know not it, it's it's a fluke when she wins because immediately when she defends her title she loses so and it'll it to me because i can see the long game coming you know the i i, I definitely do see this one coming with Bailey versus Sasha, and then the rematch, and and Sasha beating Bailey, like it just it just feels I don't know I just I I don't I don't like that I don't like the the the, the bigger picture of this I feel like there's a different way to tell this story between Sasha and Bailey you know and and even looking at the way that this was all booked I didn't like any outcome I didn't you know I didn't like the idea of Bailey potentially losing her title and falling short, falling just short of being a champion for a full year. I didn't like the idea of Asuka losing both matches and then having lost twice, even though, you know, fighting, you know, losing against two champions, you know, I feel like I can understand because of the way that Bailey, especially the way she destroyed her knee in that first matchup, going into the second matchup with that injury, you could kind of sell it that, okay, well, she went through hell and it was against two different people. It's almost a handicap match at this point. Like, I can kind of see it, but I still hated it for Asuka if she were to lose. And I've already said why I hate it for Sasha. So it just, I feel like there's just a different way to do this. But we got what we got. And so I guess we're kind of jumping the gun with the Sasha and Asuka <laughs> situation. Are. But let's just put them together for, well, for we the can. second we're talking. Let's we just can. do that. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I mean, Bailey ended up beating Asuka later on in the night. Uh, Oscar went against Sasha. It was back and forth. Great matchup. Great matchup overall. I will say they they both put on a hell of a show. Um, they really put it all out there. Um, and it, the the finish was kind of interesting too. So in the finish for Bailey versus Oscar, uh, Sasha sacrificed her body in a way. She got up on the apron, mm-hmm. and Oscar uh, knocked ba- knocked Sasha off of the apron, causing the distraction. Bailey got the roll up pin. One two three. She retained her title. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to the Sasha versus Asuka matchup. Same scenario. Bailey gets up in the ape- apron. Asuka comes to hip attack. Uh, Sasha Sasha gets out the way, but Bailey gets out the way too. She doesn't sacrifice her body in the same way that Sasha does. Uh-uh. Right. <laughs> so uh, because of that, Asuka's still aware of everything that's going on. She ends up putting the uh, the Asuka lock on Sasha. Sasha taps out. So again, they're they're selling like, hey, you know, Sasha was willing to do it for Bailey, but Bailey wasn't willing to do that for Sasha. So you know, a little bit of a rift between the two of them there. And even on Raw, you can kind of see it like they came out together, but there wasn't they they didn't have the same energy that they usually do. They kind of didn't really look at each other much. Sasha missed her, her Raw Women's title. You could tell she was like, yeah. "I don't give a shit about this tag team title." <laughs> She's just <laughs> looking at it like, man, right. Right. This title, this effing title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, I'm happy for Asuka in that she's Raw Women's Champion again. And I'm happy that Bailey gets to continue on. And she'll she'll make it to a year at least. Um, a full year of being champion. So that's awesome for Bailey. Was it yeah, uh, October? Um, probably around then. That'd be yeah. right. Because she's at 300 plus days already. Yeah. So, you know, a couple... Uh, we're we're a couple months away from that probably, but um, yeah, for Sasha, I feel like I, we'll see how it feels when they finally get to the Sasha versus Bailey storyline. But right now, 
to me, it's just like, oh gosh, another loss. It sucks. Um, we'll see. I mean, when we when we yeah. get to that point with that storyline, and I know you're numb statistics. to it, but yeah. for me, I'm just you know, <laughs> I I'm a fan. I'm a fan of yeah. Sasha. I'm yeah, a fan of all three of them, really. But yeah. for Sasha, I'm just like I, 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 I just I've never really liked that statistic for Sasha, and I just don't understand yeah. why because they weren't building to this back then when they had uh, Sasha lose to Charlotte all those times. It just kind of happened that way because, I mean, they just are bigger fans of Sasha, or of Charlotte, I guess. I don't right. know. Yeah. But, when it was um, going back and forth with the, the title match. Yeah. I mean, the title belt. Yeah. Right. So, so you know, I can't really even give them credit for like, oh, you know, all these times they're doing it, they were building up to this. No, they just kind of did what they did then, and now they're kind of doubling back and telling, you know, the story again of her not being able to win, and maybe she'll do it against her best friend. So, you know, we'll see. But... You know, well, uh, uh, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and that's it. So I'll just leave it. I know, that. man, because you're a big Sasha fan. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know it sucks I am. for you. I am. Yeah. It sucks. It but sucks. I, you know, I'm pretty sure there's other people who feel feel just like you, and I'm pretty sure it's people who just numb to the shit, too. Yeah, yeah. Just I, like I, me. It happens so many times 100%. that, you know, you just don't care. <laughs> just kind of be. <laughs> you you just know, I, I just don't care. And I'm looking at the long-term booking, too. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm with it. I'm with yeah. the story. I'm yeah. with it. Yeah, man, we'll see. Hopefully, when that comes, I'll, I'll be like, oh, you know what? All that time, I was upset. But now that she finally did defend the title, I feel good about it that she finally got that oh, first win. I feel so I might. I might. That's true. I, I'll, 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 we'll definitely talk about it when it happens, oh, if yeah. it ever does happen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. All right, let's move along through this card here. Um, Street, po- Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. My worst fears, not really my worst fears, but my fears came true here. It did. Um, your prediction was Andrade and Angel Garza would win the titles. My prediction were the Street Profits. They were just kind of basically phone this in as from a writing standpoint. That's right, yeah. And just have this match happen and have the Street Profits just win the match, just going through the motions. And sure enough, that's what happened. It just, I, I just don't believe that they are, they care about the tag team division. I don't believe that they're putting much energy into the development of both um, Angel and Andrade as a tag team. Yeah, man, not anymore. I feel yeah. like they're focused on something else, man, like Angel yeah. and Selena. Or oh, Zelina. Right, right. Yeah, I'm just, I, I, I do not buy it that they are, they, they care about this particular tag team. They're just mm. kind of there because maybe they don't have anything for them writing-wise individually. And so Angel, yes, I think they do believe he could be the next Eddie Guerrero. Zelina, as a manager and just overall as a talent, I think they they believe in her. With Andrade, I'm a little concerned. I feel like Andrade is not getting any kind of love whatsoever now, and oh, it's just a matter of time. Like if she if and I hate to say this, but if he wasn't with Charlotte, I wonder. I really do wonder because Man. that what if, what if Charlotte poison uh Monte? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know man. She came it, out the. <laughs> I, it was it was it was Zelina. This all oh, this whole story is. Just I don't dumb know, man. I don't, know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like I don't it. Know. Who done it? Yeah, this is a bad one. This this doesn't even deserve detective work. Let's just leave it alone. Let's just let it go. <laughs> like, let's not oh, get into man. it. Speaking of detective work, real quick sidebar: yeah. Did yeah. you watch the? Uh, did you, Did you watch DC Vandal? Yeah, I've seen it. The Batman. I've seen the the trailers. Ba- you seen? Oh, you seen the Batman trailer? Oh yeah. Oh man, yeah. 
that's that's they're going that mystery route right there. Detective. Yeah. Yeah. The Riddler, the Riddler, uh, you know, uh, aspect. I, I like it. You know, I like the tone of it. You know, it's, it's another one. It's kind of like a wait and see. Because, you know, with, um, you know, Robert Pattinson as Batman, he's got the long hair. He's got the monotone kind of thing going on. You got um, reservations about about him? I, I just. You too? I think about Robert Pattinson. I think of Twilight. That, see, that's really, see, man. Yeah, see, that's, just, that's what I don't yeah. get. Because you see. All right. People said the same thing about Heath Ledger and Joker. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. And I think Robert Pat- Pattinson is going to knock this Batman out the park. Because I've seen so. his work in other movies, yeah, and, and he's a phenomenal actor, and I think he could do great, yeah. uh, you know, for doing for being Batman. You know, I hope so. I'm willing to give him a chance. I am, yeah. you know, like I think uh, I, I definitely think of Twilight, and I just I'm, I don't <laughs> not a fan of that. You know, me personally, I'm just I'm not. <laughs> but uh, you know, seeing the trailer, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm gonna go in this with an open mind and give him a chance and, and see what he can do. So in, in that movie, Tenet, too, that he's gonna be in, oh, man. you know, that's another one where we get to see looks crazy. You know, what he can do. So yeah, yeah. man, I'm, I'm I'll, I'll give it a chance. So you know, that's a little detective work segue. <laughs> <For this. laughs> right, a little, little nerd, uh, nerd talk from little nerd standpoint. segment right here. You yeah, know, there we go. We we some comic book nerds over here too. <laughs> you know, we did watch DC Phantom this weekend. It's been cra- it's been it's been a fun weekend. There's been a lot. There's been yeah. a lot that came out of that. Definitely check it all out on YouTube. Like, there's a lot of uh, new trailers that came out. They're really fun. But, uh, yeah, no detective work needed for the whole who poisoned Montez Ford. <laughs> it happened. Let's move on. Uh, and let's move on from this match- matchup, man, because I feel like we've even spent too much time on, on just this alone, yeah. to be honest with you. So I'm going to move forward. Or even focus on, was it, Garza and Ivar? Ivar I, missed the steal your girl? Yeah. Came with the I, show. No, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Showed his meat, but he like <laughs> turkey leg. <laughs> Showed his meat. Oh. Gave, gave uh, the the bachelorette, you know, right. the uh, a turkey leg, and that was it. Took yeah, off. Still, girl's a girl. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude. This dude. I, we'll see. I don't know. Even that, I'm like, what? Where are we going with this? Where are we going with this whole storyline? I don't I mean, know. It's, I don't know. It is what it they is. don't care about tag teams. That, that's where they we're don't. going. <laughs> that's what you guys were telling me. That's what I'm getting out of it. Exactly. Just when you think they care about tag teams, they still show you like we, just, we still don't care about tag teams. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, man. Let's move forward from this. Let's get to Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. So this one, this one surprised me, but I think there's you know some behind the scenes reason for why what happened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was gonna be a hair versus hair match. It ended up getting switched on SmackDown to a loser leaves WWE match, which, you know, that was kind of a shocker that they were like, wait, someone's going to leave WWE mm-hmm. based off between those two? Why? What's going on? But, you know, again, looking at it from, you know, everything behind the scenes and what's been going on with Sonya Deville, it, it does make sense for why, you know, this is happening. So. The match happened. Um, they, the two of them, they went out there. You know, they they got aggressive. It was it was basically a no disqualification, like almost hardcore match. You know, they they pulled out the the chairs and they used it. They pulled out a table, but they didn't use it. That was a little bit weird. 
But um, they they got hardcore with each other, and Mandy Rose showed a little bit of her vicious side. side and, oh, she you know, did. She yeah, definitely got like, aggressive. Come on, Sonya. Come on, Sonya. And then just, like, trying to egg her on and yelling at her and, and yeah. like, so getting aggressive with the knees. She had her with a couple of knee shots in She was row. channeling, like, her inner Kenny Omega with them V-triggers, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was cool, man. Like, she just really went at her. She picked up the victory, won the matchup. Sonya Deville is the one that will be leaving WWE, at least in kayfabe and story-wise. She's leaving WWE. Um, now, with everything that's been going on with Sonya Deville, with um, you know the, the attempted kidnapping, that mm. unfortunate incident that happened, you know, I, I think the word is that she uh, is basically just a leave of absence um, for her to just kind yeah. of rightful you know, so you know t- take some time away yeah, you know, after break. what happened, mm-hmm. which totally makes sense. I mean, for her to even continue on with this matchup after that happened was is just uh, impressive showing of courage by her to just like go right to work and fulfill her duties that way. And they're just giving her that time to basically say, okay. You know, take some time, recharge. You know, we'll find a way storyline, storyline wise, to bring you back. I mean, look, Shane McMahon's back, and he was supposed to be gone. You know, they, this happens yeah. all the time. So yeah. she's yeah. not back. For, she's not gone forever. She'll be back, yeah. um, but she just needs some. Maybe time, under so. a new name. You know, maybe, maybe yeah. we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, shout out to Sonya Deville. Hopefully, you you know you get you know you just this time away is good for you. You recharge and everything, and we hope to see you back soon. Um, yeah, real from, quick, there was an exclusive video, like a post recap of her losing, mm. and then uh interview was like, Sonya Deville, like, like, how do you feel? And she just kind of grabbed the camera, and she was like, do not call me that anymore. Mm. And she took off. I was like, ah, oh, that's that's interesting choice of words right there. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. We'll see. <laughs> that's why I said, is she going to come back as maybe under a different name? Yeah, that hey, that's that's it right there. I missed that actually. So yeah. that is definitely a um, uh, potential for sure. So I like that. I like that. Just her kind of like rebranding herself a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, in you know after the time away. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Sonya Deville like that. Her whole thing I felt like was just getting really strong. So it's unfortunate the timing of all this, but um, you know it, it makes sense too. So we just wish her well. And all the best in this. Yeah. Um, for Mandy Rose, I mean, she picks up a big win. Um, <laughs> there was a little bit of a botch yeah, uh, in the yeah, celebration. Yeah. She tried to do the caterpillar. Otis Can't came do out. Don't do it no more. Just don't do it. Had not do it. No, I was laughing so hard, man. I'm sorry. I you just, tried to do it the first time. And she like, okay, I should stop right here. But you <laughs> kept on doing it. Otis was being that good boyfriend. You got to encourage. You know, yeah. he's stepping up to the plate. You got to encourage oh, her. <laughs> you know, he was doing the right things, but oh real talk, nah, don't do that no more. Just don't. Yeah, challenge <laughs> failed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just, yeah, man. I mean, but she tried. She tried. She did. She, she, she made an effort. She and, gave that old know, college try. Exactly. But, yeah, nah, it's, that's that's not for you. That, that caterpillar is not for you. Keep it. You know, or she can practice it some more behind yeah, the scenes yeah, and kind of perfect right. it before she does it again. Maybe y'all work, you know, behind the scenes with Otis, you know, right. figure that right. out. You right. Know, then you hit his WrestleMania or when he cashed in. Then you do the, more, do the caterpillar. <laughs> we'll give you one more, one more. But if you blow it again, then we don't want to ever see right. that movie That's again. That's it. So. Yeah, you can't you can't go back out there and do it again. So yeah, just um, but yeah, uh, just solid matchup again. We wish Sonya the best and good win for Mandy Rose. All right, Seth mm. Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah, 
the man who just brutalized Dominic Havoc on the Mysterio family, bro. Wow. Yes. The Mysterio family just have been just, oh my God, destroyed by this man. And then Rey Mysterio's wife, Angie, being at ringside too, added a whole nother element to this. Oh my God. And I tell you, when <laughs> when Seth Rollins turned oh, around and God. looked at Angie in my body, I I, 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 there was a shiver that went down my spine. I'm like, oh, oh no, oh did no! You Ray, did you hear Ray? What did he say? He was like, Seth, no, take take me, me. Take, take me. me. I was like, oh my God, like Seth, don't you do it, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, just. He, he, this heel persona, <laughs> he's he on one, bro. It. He is on one. I, 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 I can't. I, I couldn't take it. I was like, this is too much. This is too much, Seth. Don't you dare go up there and even lay one finger on yeah, Andy. Not on moms, bro. And not on props, moms, bro. Props to Dominic yes. Mysterio yes. because the minute that happened, he became Gohan, right. like powered oh, up. Oh man! Like he said, no. And I was standing. This I was like, whoop happening. his ass, Dom. Whoop his ass. <laughs> That's right. You don't touch moms. You don't even exactly. come at moms like that. Like, <laughs> don't you ever in your life <laughs> with that intent to inflict harm on her. <laughs> just beating the hell out of out of Seth. Just uh, buddy, uh, buddy Murphy was getting oh, it too. He was man. he was unstoppable. He had like ten. It was like a Ko Ken. Like it lasted a yes, little bit, yes. but then and after wear wears off. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. He just powered up. He's like, no. He was like, <laughs> <"It's weird."> <laughs> oh man, that's what it was. It was, it was just a power that's up what moment. It was. You know, yes, and then yes. after that, then you know it goes away. <laughs> real life happened. Yep. <laughs> real life. <laughs> Oh man, and Seth, like like we alluded to when we're talking about um, you know Adam Cole and Pat McAfee yeah. and how we wish that would have went. Man, Seth, it was like he was toying with him the entire time. Just just he basically was just yeah. spanking this kid, man. Just up and down. He the told room, him to like hold around. on. He was like, hold on, I got my hands behind my back. Here you go. He gave Here him a go. free yeah. shot. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh my God. But really, that ending, that one for me oh, solidified Ooh. Seth Rollins and just how evil bro, this man is. Bro. If it wasn't bad enough that this man did what he did to Angie, with oh, oh. Dominic, he had him, he was on the ground, yes. he had Rey Mysterio handcuffed mm. to that rope, and then he's telling Rey Mysterio to reach. Reach, Rey! Reach, Ray. You're almost there, Ray. Reach, reach a little closer. You're almost there. Come on, come on, come on. Curb stomp. Just stomp no this kid's head. Wasted motion, bro. Into <laughs> the ground. Just basically just ended his son right in front of his face. It was brutal. I, I was like, wow. I just sat back. I was like, wow. Evil son of a bitch, bro. Evil son of a bitch. Yeah, that's what I said. I yeah. was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, yeah. because it was so quick, he he didn't yeah. he didn't waste no time with it. He was like, I'm about to yeah. end this right now, bro. Yeah, real quick, it was, right in it front was, of you. Was, and I said he probably hurt. gonna make him watch. I, I said that, yeah. you because oh he thought God. like, man, the Mysterio family needs to get the corrupt come up. It's man, they got their ass whipped yeah. on Raw, Kendo stick. I was uh, like, nah, bro. 
fifty fifty book and Dude. formula. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they were standing I, tall. I, hey, hey, Seth about to get that sacrifice. <laughs> he gonna make. <laughs> he about to get that, and then he gonna make Mysterio watch. <laughs> oh, and boy, man. did he make him watch? And you know what's badass? When after he yeah. done, after he pinned him, got the got the handcuff key. Yep, dropped it on. Dropped it on Dominic Mysterio. I was like, wow. Yep. I was like, that's cold-blooded, bro. That's cold-blooded. <laughs> I was like, that is cold-blooded. Oh, uh, man. You know, I, in my head, too, it just popped in. In Game of Thrones, Battle of the Bastards, uh, right before the battle starts, Ramsey Snow yes. lets Jon Snow's brother yes. run to yes. him. He's like, go run to uh, your brother. Go, go run. <laughs> and he has his arrow, his bow and arrow, and he's, like, shooting arrows at his brother while his brother goes and tr- I think it was Rickon. Yeah. When Rickon was yeah. trying to run yep. towards Jon yep. Snow. And they're running towards each other. They're getting closer and closer. They, they're almost there. And then right before they can get together, Ramsey Snow shoots an arrow right through his head, right Over. through his eye. And I'm just like... Wow, holy shit. That, that like, this is some evil yes. shit. Yes. Like, you you gave him that little <sighs> glimmer of hope. Like, no, go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you try. I'm going to let you try. And he's missing. You know, he's missing on purpose because he can hit this shot. But he's like, yeah, I'm going to make him think that they have a chance. Oh and I'm God. just going to snuff this kid right, right in front of That's him. How, That's exactly, oh my God. exactly what That's Seth Rollins That's did. how I felt because I just had a movie yeah. night with the family. And we watched The Dark Knight. With the, and you, that yeah. Joker scene when he gave Batman the choice between... Oh. Between Harvey and Rachel, yes. he gave them the yeah. locations, even though they were they were reverse. And and you it. think, oh, there's a chance. And Batman, and you know, he think he's going to save Rachel, and, he, and he's saving Harvey. And yeah. and Rachel's there on the walkie-talkie. She could hear. She was like, oh, Harvey, it's okay, okay, it's something. Boom! <laughs> I was like, oh shit! Wow. I remember watching that in the movie theater being like, what? <laughs> they just killed Rachel? Yes, yes. What? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. I'm like, oh, Rachel's going to be around for yep. all the movies. She's going to be there. Batman's going to save her. Batman's going to save her. Batman's going to be yep. there. He always does. <laughs> he always saves the girl. He always saves the damsel in distress. Right. You know, that just hostage. Yeah, he's going to figure it out. He's going to find her in time. Nope. They just... Boom! <laughs> <laughs> it meant sentence. She was saying something. Boom! Just cut it off. Just snuffed it yes. right there, and just the entire the audience, everyone watching that, anyone that's seen that had that same oh, yeah. reaction. I remember right. that man. Oh it was God. it was silent in there. People was like, oh. yeah. yeah." I was like, "Yeah." Just couldn't believe yeah. it. <laughs> yep, that's what that's, this, it, this this right, right there. Here, it was just so cruel, so cruel. Like just just. It gave Ray that little glimmer of hope. Like, come on, man, reach, reach. You're almost there. You got it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Keep reaching. Keep reaching. Stomps his head in. Oh, man. Curve stomp. Just like that. Curve stomp. It's over. Unbelievable. And drops the handcuffs. Drops the key to the handcuffs. He can never, never be facing Oh, no. Not that. He can't. That's the evil son of a bitch. He's evil. That's the evil son of a bitch, man. He can't. Mm Mm-mm. Nope, nope. That's, you you gone too far. You crossed the line where you, this is this sticks with you. Like I will always remember uh, that, that you, match right there. That match where you curb stomped Rey Mysterio's son. 
It's, it, you curb stomped his head into the right mat in front, in front of him. Right in front of him. Made him watch. And his mom. Right. Yep, and his mom. Both of his parents. Mom was crying too, bro. Moms was crying. Had the tears on my face. Oh, I was God. like, man. Reach, Ray. Reach. Oh. <laughs> You're almost there, Ray. You're getting close, Ray. <laughs> Curb stump. It's dumb. He was dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't know how, like, Ray, I don't know how. Seth just timed that perfect, but he did it perfect. That was like the yeah, perfect he ending. He didn't. He it didn't take perfect. his time. The curve, something like prop him up. Like he nope. can go just so you can watch real close. Nah, he just went straight to business. Went straight to it. Pinned him, looking right at Rey Mysterio with a smile on his face. <laughs> so evil. So yes. evil. You know what? How is this man? Ever a face? How? Yes. Like I'm looking at him now. And like it was cool. Disciple Murphy get the rub off that too, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good rub. You rolling with this? Yes. <laughs> you rolling with this dude? He's he's pegged you as his disciple. Wow. He's learning yeah. from someone evil son of a bitch. Yeah. You, you got wow. You got Alistair Black changing allegiances now. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about Alistair Black. I don't know what's going on. What the hell is this? This, this, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm just concerned. Just out of nowhere, just, just, just black mass to to Kevin Owens during the KL show. Like, okay, I think he could be a great heel, but he came out with the one it eye. It left a lot of people confused. Yeah, I, and they just left without saying anything. And mid mid conversation, he just dropped down as if his eye was hurt to kind of. Yeah, I got confused by that. Right, Kevin Owens. I was like, what is, what is happening? <laughs> And Kevin was like, whoa, out of his head. Whoa, right. That's what I'm like. Kevin was like, whoa, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, huh? Okay. So I don't know. The jury's still maybe out he's, that, but Maybe he'll become a disciple. <laughs> you know what? You disciple black. That, and then, you hey, know how cool that would look hey, if, if Seth was to hey, take former enemies, rivals, dude, and, make it and his faction, bro. You know how hard that Not is? He got the juice to do it, bro. 100%. If, if, if he, because I know you've been saying, you know, Dominic should be a disciple of Seth Rollins, yeah. and hey, that would be shocking. Yeah. But wow. Alistair Black. I thought that might happen that right with now. actually towards the end of Monday Night Raw in the main event. And then yeah. the baby kids come out. <laughs> Ruin everything. <laughs> these damn kids, man, off my lawn. Uh, get, get these kids out of here. What are you doing, man? These kids beat me. Like, are you serious? And they had to jump Dominic right after yeah. that. Come on. They couldn't go after Seth. They didn't have the balls in the ass. Well, oh, Seth got they... out of there. You see him move? <laughs> he got the God. hell out of there real quick. Like, he, he saw him. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but then he hit, this is true. You're right. No, you No, right. he didn't replay that, bro. He hit you're the right. ramp real quick. He was like, oh. <laughs> he was like, I need to go. He was like, Murphy, come on, Murphy. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, baby, kid. Time to go. Right. <laughs> yeah, man, that's true. That's true. He booked. Yeah, he, booked he did. He got quick. the hell up out of there real quick. <laughs> man, oh man, damn, baby, kid. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, just this is this this matchup. Hey, Seth Rollins wow. did what he was supposed to do. 
He did what he was supposed to Excellent do. Storytelling it was match. A, it was a great storytelling match. Man. Excellent. Dominic Mysterio, he did what he oh, had to yes. do. He had a great showing too. He, did. he sold well. He, did. he pulled off some high flying moves. I like, like, I like his wrestling potential. gear too. I like his wrestling yeah. gear. That they hood. Figure out the, yeah, the they hood. got in the way, so they got to figure that yeah. out, man. They got to figure yeah. that out. But I like it. I like the wrestling gear. When they first showed us, like, oh, okay, yeah, it's, it's you know, clean. he's not just wearing t shirt and right, jeans. Right. And it got rid of that. He's doing. He's got actual yeah. gear. Like I like Super that. Clean. So yeah, man, he's he's his father's son, man, for sure, definitely. Although he was doing the frog splash a couple times. And I'm hey, like, man, that look like Eddie, Eddie's son out there. You know, we know the story. They're gonna keep this in story. <laughs> I, I, I kind of looked. I was like, wait a minute, that frog splash right. kind of looked very Eddie right. Guerrero-ish. Like Eddie's son out there. <laughs> we need to check the results of that right. DNA test. I don't right. know. I don't that was know. A he pulled the six one nine, but that that. Frog that was too clean right there. <laughs> was too clean. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. So, but, yeah, it was great. It was great. It was a great matchup, was. man. And I'm I'm cool with seeing more of this, man. Oh, I mean, man. I really am. Like, they're just telling a great story. Right, Who would have thought? Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. Seth Rollins and the Mysterio family. That storyline would be just such it a fun is, story man. to no, follow. It's no so. belt on the line. It's just nope. so story-driven, man. Story. Man. Story and actually, just kind of when you think about it, it's kind of kicked off last year like Monday night after Survivor Series when Seth Rollins was just scolding everybody because the way they lost uh, and he yeah. got on Ray Mysterio and his son about <laughs> how he lost against Brock Lesnar he's like how the hell you lose against Brock Lesnar man because you and your stupid son <laughs> like oh shit you're right oh man I forgot about yeah, that yeah man Wow. It's that long term booking right there they doing, man. Sometimes they, they, they sprinkle it in there. And I was like, ah. Sometimes they do. Yeah, and they did it with this one. I was like, ha, oh, okay. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, man. Let's move on to the two uh, main event championship matches here. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton was not the main event? Huh? No. That's what I said when I saw this. I, I said, okay, they're, they're showing. The, the video package, but there's no way. Obviously, there's they got no something way. bigger than. They, they, th- this has to be it. This has to be the main event, right? This can't be the, the, the co-main. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they just decided, hey, co-main event. You are not going to be the main event. It's going to be Bray and Braun Strowman as the main event. I said, oh, here we go. Here we go. I definitely didn't see that coming. <laughs> you know, like that one. <laughs> he definitely got me again with that one. I'm like, huh? Huh? So, but yeah, man, it happened. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. And you know what? As much as I was excited about this this match, the way they booked this this one, I didn't like the way they booked it. I didn't. Was it underwhelming? It was underwhelming. Was it the, was it was. It the finish? The finish sucked. You know, you know like, what it was. I, you know what it was. I think I looked at it this way: it's a smart finish. But since they overused the most powerful freaking move in sport in wrestling history, <laughs> the roll up, it loses yeah. in it, it's, its impact because yes. it was smart. Randy didn't pull off his RKO. He didn't able. He wasn't able to punt Drew. Drew didn't pull off his Claymore. He was able to send him to Claymore Country. So it, it tells the story that. All right, we can. They're able to continue this rivalry, you know, because uh, he 
Drew outsmarting him with a with a simple roll-up or a backslide, but it is what it is still in the same wheelhouse. It's a, it's a roll-up. Most powerful yeah. move in wrestling yeah. all-time history. We know this. And that's what he did. But since they do it every other freaking match, every week, we see on a weekly <laughs> basis, week. you know, yes. it's, it loses its luster, and that's why you have the response that it is. So it's, it's very valid. You are very valid how you feel. Yeah. I, I see it the other way, but... But they had it coming. This this what happens right. when <laughs> you had it coming. You had it coming right. when you, you overuse something. But when you can, but when you need to use it here and it makes sense. But it, it's sorry, you, it loses its impact. It does. It does. It's like another roll up finish. For, and this one again, the story was built up so perfectly. The 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 promo work by both of these guys, yeah. the drama they had it. The, the promo the video, Flair punt kick. The promo video just was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Was. And the match itself too. Like I, I actually did enjoy the match okay. as it was going okay. on, but it's, it's the, the finish. finish. You you hit it right on the net. I just feel like I'm. Not, I feel unsatisfied mm-hmm. because the way it finished. You finish with this, this roll-up, which I'm like, okay, Drew tried to sell it afterwards. Like, you know, you were, one, what was dubbed, quote-unquote, the greatest match ever, making you the greatest wrestler ever. I beat you with a wrestling move. So what does that make me? <laughs> like, okay, cool, Drew. I see what you're doing yeah. there, but it's still it's nah, a roll up, bro. It's not enough for me. It's, it's a roll-up. It's roll up. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you have been telling us, you're gonna kick his damn head yeah. off for everything he did to everybody, to every for everything, everything he did to Edge, to Christian, to Big Show, to Ric Flair, to Shawn Michaels. This was gonna be payback, and I feel like, well, it's funny because now we're gonna get payback, the pay per view. <laughs> but this was gonna be that, you know, the 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 revenge for all of those guys, yeah. and we didn't get that, you know, we because I feel like with him not kicking his head off, kicking his damn head off, and just brutalizing randy like he promised he would there's just this letdown and then it's a roll-up it's like come on man like i don't know i just i just wanted more yeah. it just it feels like the match isn't over oh and it's, it's gonna continue clearly, clearly it's not right we saw right repercussions oh, from monday night raw yeah because yeah because yeah. randy was on when he came out there he's like you like you know after he hit he, he kicked him two times he's like you know why i hit buddy you no not hit buddy uh, punted you two times you. because you felt the need to put pity on me. Man, I'm Randy Orton, bro. I'm 13-time world champion. I was like, yeah, man, you need to put some respect on his name, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't, just some issue, yeah. issue about challenges all willy-nilly. <laughs> Giving me a rematch out of pity. Who do you think you are? Let me remind you who the hell I am. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's about yeah. to now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there was, and actually there was going to be a matchup at Payback between yeah. the two of the rematch, but that got scrapped because Drew McIntyre got punted three yeah. times on this he night. Did. So, <laughs> Man. now... Man, <laughs> that kind of leads. Well, so let's talk about this a little bit because that kind of leads into going back into Keith Lee a little bit. So Drew McIntyre again, he got punted. Randy Orton came out, you know, trying to let us know and let Drew McIntyre know who the hell he mm-hmm. is. And then came out Keith Lee. Oh, bask in his glory, for he is limitless. limitless. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I'm about to bounce. Hold on. What? 
No. Yeah, that's basically no. how the theme music went. Oh, what is this? Oh, Shorty G ready to come out. What's going on? Shorty G coming out. What is this? What is this? What is this? 16 bit music that I'm hearing. Like, what is going on? I'm ready to bounce over right, here Keith, and, you know, Keith, just like, Keith, Keith. 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 <laughs> I can't do right. that to this. Bounce, 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 Oh man, why? Why? And then it's, the man, ring gear too. Like he's wearing these baggy shorts. I'm like, why does this look like? At first, I'm like, they're so baggy. I'm like, is that is that like a kilt? Like yeah. what what is going on? Like it was like super baggy, and it just didn't it didn't fit like right on him. And then he's got the the shirt uh, like the muscle shirt on over his stomach, which this really pisses yeah. me off if this is true because the word on the gear is that Vince. Basically, if you don't have a six-pack, he wants you to cover up your stomach. Now, I don't want to believe that. That's not been verified anywhere. So Look at Corbin. I'm going to... He, he cover right. up. But then we've got uh, Otis. You know, he shows a stomach. Well, so yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Know. Yeah, that's... Is he the exception like, for some reason? Right, right. So that's where I just I I, I don't want to believe that that's true. But that was yeah. a rumor, and it's not like he's now. sloppy with it too, man. This dude is swole. Right. Keith is exactly. swole. He's been like this for years yes. on NXT, man. Like the the if this he's is built, like bro. some kind of dude, dude, they need to stop it. Like this, this is borderline body shaming, man. It is. Like cut it out. Keith Lee is fine the way he is. Let him be, man. Like the gear that he had was perfect. You know, it just just let it be. I had to break like, it down to my son because he thought he was wearing a skirt. He was he started right. laughing. He was like, "Dad, he wearing." I'm like, "Nah, this is just shorts." It's just the shorts Real are super baggy. baggy. It's just cut yeah. weird, and it yeah. didn't help because the whole aesthetic look of it. It's you got the super tight shirt and it's pink. He wore pink before, but not like in that way. That yeah, I just, yeah. I just feel like, you know, with this, it, it felt like they were trying to cover him yeah. up and, like, have him wearing, like, these loose-fitting shorts and cover up his stomach just because he's a bigger guy. And it's like, damn all that, man. Oh, like, man. That's, that's bullshit. He's he's fine the way he is. Let Keith Lee wear his gear just old school. Like, the way he had it before on NXT, yeah. and it's totally fine. Let it hang out, man. Like, just just it, let him be. Let Keith yeah. be Keith. I know. Like Keith Lee sent some tweets out there saying like everything will be fine. He's he's yeah, working on it. Have yeah, patience. Yeah, yeah, you know, because he's a class act. You know, so right, super smooth. Right. Keith Lee, exactly. Yeah, he stay you know smooth with it. So you know, he's like, hey, everybody, you know, chillax. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I'm taking care. It's noted. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm a root for him no matter yeah, what. Yeah, me too. Because Keith Lee is an awesome yeah. dude. Like I'm just gonna because he has that star power. I just don't hope they just yeah. flub it up, man. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have a they have a bad way yeah. of messing shit up that you feel like that I've said here. There's no way they can make mess up Alistair Black. There's no way they can make mess up Shinsuke Nakamura. There's no way they can mess up Bobby Roode. <laughs> I'm over three, man. I'm over three are, <laughs> with with all three oh, I just said. Man. They've all had lackluster showings in WWE. These guys are all just top names. Champions, 
it's uh, it, it it worries me. It does worry me. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm ex- I'm excited at the same time for Keith Lee to have the opportunity. You got more eyes yeah. upon you. People get to see yeah. you. But for a debut look, you know, for a casual fan, what are they looking at right now? I see a dude wearing a skirt, maybe. Maybe yeah. that's how my son interpreted it. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. So even to throw this out, let's say, you know, Keith Lee wanted to wear like a killer skirt or something like that. And they're going to incorporate that into his character. And then we got to have some, it's, it's, I'm not going to sit here and say he can't wear one thing or another. Like it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, the way it looks to me is that this is body shaming. Oh yeah. yeah. That's how I took it. That's cause I know how Vince is you know behind the scenes. I'm like, so as he put a shirt on, right. I'm like, really? He doesn't need that. Right. Exactly. Like, what, whatever he wants to wear. Like, for instance, we had, I think, wasn't Sheamus when, during the beginning of his career, he was wearing a kilt? Yeah, he'd you know, come out there in a kilt for, before, yeah. it, you know, in his right. ring gear, man. You yeah. know, and stuff like that. I mean, it's one thing, like, that's fine. But in this situation, it feels like it's deliberately being done to, in terms of because Vince or whoever is just doesn't think he looks good with the gear he had before, you know, with the belly hanging out. And then the the short the the shorts that he had before, like it just wasn't a good look for him. And I just I just say that's just perfectly another bullshit. Yeah, he, he killed it at Survivor Series. He came out and the yeah. crowd loved it. Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble, he, he got shut a huge it down. Pop. Come on, come on, like just just yeah, WWE stop it. Just let let Keith be Keith. That's all I gotta say about yeah. that. All right, so yeah, man, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, like I said, it, it just left something to be desired still. It just felt like it's incomplete. It's not finished yet, oh, yeah. and it's going to continue. They're thinking, they're thinking about um, the long-term booking, though, how they can stretch this yeah. out, which is cool because they do need to stretch That's it cool. out. That is cool. And, and we asked for yeah. that. We wanted a series of yep. matches. We didn't want it to be nah. to end right here. So, nah. you know, the fact that we are going to get that long-term. That's what uh, Drew yes. needs. Yes, and yes, yes. Randy Orton's perfect. He's the he perfect is specimen. that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Take that title yeah. from you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. So more to come with that. So that's that's okay in terms of overall. Like I, I felt the way I felt, but in the end, it's like okay, I get it. I see the long term picture, so that's yeah. cool. Um, now the long term picture, I'm not sure about the Fiend and Braun Strowman. I'm not so sure what the hell is going on with all this, but we're gonna try to break this down. The Fiend. Versus Braun Strowman for the Universal, a.k.a. Blue Universal Championship. <laughs> they had the matchup. The Fiend came out with his entrance. You know, and it, it was, it's, it's so crazy to think how much difference a year makes. <laughs> a year ago, we saw this man make this entrance for the first time. And we're saying, this is epic. This is amazing. God, I was in the awe. The Fiend is, yes, genius. Oh my God! The head, the Bray Wyatt head is the blister ever. <laughs> Dude, it was brilliant, and he he had the match with Finn Balor. Oh my God! This it's so great. He's gonna be a superstar, you know. And and now a year later, we're like, wow, the Fiend and Braun Strowman, ho hum, meh. You know, I I just want this to be over. Um, I'm so done with the storyline. It's stupid. Swamp match. What the hell? You know, like, we're just, just not happy with this. And most fans, yeah. I would say, are on the same page with that. Just not feeling this at all. Um, Braun developing so, yeah. swamp powers maybe now, so. <laughs> yeah, Braun has swamp yeah, powers. Man. He's teleporting from the ring onto the screen. <laughs> just at will now, whenever he right. wants. 
Um, so, and yeah, this matchup, like, Braun was aggressive with The Fiend. I mean, The Fiend kind of no-sold a little bit, but was selling more than he typically does. Yeah. So, I think it made sense because it's, it's Braun Strowman. It's Braun, yeah. right. But do you think, I guess, kind of uh, thinking big picture now, do you think that they're going to go forward with The Fiend being more human in a way and being, you know, selling a little bit more now? Because before, The Fiend would, would, it would oh, hell basically yeah. no selling right. for everybody except for Goldberg. Right. You know, and this might be an opportunity for them to kind of normalize The Fiend a little bit so that it's more realistic yeah. for future matchups that The Fiend has. So do you think this was a sign of things to come, or do you think it was strictly because it's Braun and he's the monster? I don't know, man. That, that's a very good question. Uh, it does open the idea that I that it does pique my interest about somewhat normalizing the fiend uh so he doesn't seem like he's op and he doesn't right. have to you know not sell everything you know you know with the first match with seth rollins and hell in a cell selling what he no sold 35 curve stumps or whatever i was like what the <laughs> shit is this <laughs> so uh, i hopefully this does open the door like you know opportunity to normalize him and, yeah. which I, you know, hope, you know, help out for his character because I think he needed it. And they might use Alexa Bliss in a way for that too. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. And so I did see, um, gosh, what was what was that showing? There was something about like a new Wyatt family that someone had posted up mm. on social media or something. Okay. And I mean, this is maybe just someone fan booking, but uh, that – Braun would join the Fiend, and Alexa Bliss would join the Fiend, and that's like kind of the new Wyatt family, you know, with Alexa being almost like Sister Abigail, which that was a rumor back in the day too that she was potentially going to be Sister Abigail at some point, um, you know, and and kind of do a whole new version, a new take on the Wyatt family, and kind of a reunion thing. But um, yeah, I, I see. It was weird too that Alexa wasn't a part of this matchup too. By yeah, the way. I expected her to to come come out maybe. But that didn't happen. Yeah, somebody didn't else at all. did. Yeah, well, somebody <laughs> else did in a big, big right. way. Um, so, and we'll get to that here in a second. But overall, at the end of this matchup, the winner of this match, the new champion, is the Fiend. The Fiend won. We both predicted the Fiend would win. Um, yeah, man. I, 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 when it happened, I was kind of like, okay, all right, Fiend's champion. Like, you know, I didn't, didn't really care like, for oh, this okay. match, huh? Yeah, I didn't yeah. care. It was, I didn't to care. me, it was okay. It got interesting when, I think, who was it, Strowman pulled out the, the box cutters, and I'm thinking maybe, all right, is he going to cut the Fiend mask off? If he does, that'd be kind of cool. You know, just trying to just, yeah, wasn't just trying to, kind of, try to, you know, trying to cut cut the straps off. That would have been Right, crazy. and I'm like, oh, man, that, that now we're yeah. taking this to a whole nother level. But no, he just, you know, cut up the, the ring, exposed the board. Yeah. You know, he's just yeah. taking his time, lily lally gagging, fiend already recovered. You know, back to and super he strength. He took a couple of sensu bangs to waiting on you as soon as Braun turned around. <laughs> got destroyed. Fiend, you know, destroyed. destroyed. Since Abigail on the board, one, two, three. I was yeah. like, God damn, bro, really? Oh, man. Twice. You really? hit him with it twice. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> you took all that time setting that up. Cutting up the board just like with precision. Let me just get these right. cuts just right. right. Try to cut the perfect square. It needs to be six right, by six. 
let me get my let me get my measuring tape out. Make sure this is the right right dimensions. Let's see. Okay, turns around. Wow, Sister Abigail. Wow, Sister Abigail. One, two, three. Like, oh man, bro, yep. really, really, <laughs> really. He just made you look like a fool, and he started. Why won't you? Do oh no, that was stupid, man. That was so stupid lie. That was such a stupid lie when he said that. He was like, why won't you die? I was like, really, man? Is that what we're doing now? Is that what we're saying yep. now? <laughs> I was like, no, bro. Just just don't do that. Just power slam him. Be quiet. But, yeah, man, he got right. beat. He lost. And then after the match, probably the best part of this match was after Oh, match, yes. The best where part. we... The part where I don't think anybody I marked out, bro. I jumped didn't up. See it coming? Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. This this was this was the marquee. The <laughs> this was it. This was it. <laughs> this was that moment we yes. did not see him coming, and that him would be the big dog himself, Roman Reigns, making his return. And Rocking a new I was, shirt. I was shocked. Yeah. The, what was it? Wreck, everyone wreck everything and leave. And wreck everyone and leave. Yeah. I was like, what a statement. It was a statement, man. He came out. He, he speared the fiend. Yeah. He speared Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman's on the outside. And he's like, I made you. I made you. You don't run this. I made like, you. You ain't a monster unless I'm here. I was like, that's damn. Yo. I was, I was like, like oh, wow. facts. Where did this come from? I like this Roman right. Reigns. More, please. Right. Like he just he, he found some 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 anger, some <laughs> some intensity. It's like okay, yeah, he he's being away right, a little he bit. Scared the fiend. Yep. Got on the fiend. Yep. He was like, you can't handle oh, responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll run this bitch. I was like, damn. Yep. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now we're talking. So, yeah, that happened, and that was shocking, man. Like, I, I did not see that coming. Yeah. And then I, I just, the, the questions started. Oh, yes, it right? did. The questions. A lot of questions. So, of- <laughs> he, he, here's the big one for me. Okay. Is Roman Reigns a heel? I think he is, and I think he's the leader of retribution. Because re- because oh, 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 man. all these times, retribution leading up to SummerSlam, they, they show up for SmackDown. They show up for Raw. Yeah. They show up for SmackDown. Huh, they don't make an appearance. Nothing. But Roman does. He's rocking did. his new shirt saying wreck everyone and leave. Yeah. That's what baby kids do. They mm-hmm. wreck shit and leave. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. So yeah. when when payback happens, where they gonna show up? Is Roman gonna make his statement? He gonna like is the whole crew retribution gonna help him get this title? They need to do it. They, that <laughs> that needs to happen. This is what the that this is what Roman Reigns needs. Yes. This is what us as fans yes. need. We need this. We need the Roman Reigns heel right. turn. With this invest, with this drop the music, drop that shield yes. music. Should have dropped yes. it since he went, since he should have when he had his singles career, just like Seth One million percent. or John Moxley, or then when he was Dean Ambrose yes. at the time. But no, he stuck with the original shield music. Yeah, dun yeah. up, dun up. No, nope. immediately now That's people dead. just boo that shit. That's dead. Yeah, no, I don't want to hear that no. music. No, 
No, I want a brand new theme yes. song. I want him to come out. Like you said, lose the vest, have a brand new look, just come brand, out there. Brand new look. Shally Pearly Whites. Pearly Whites. <laughs> <laughs> come out there, wreck everyone, and leave Universal Champion. That's what needs to happen. Absolutely. 100%. And I don't care. Fiend just won the belt. I don't give a damn. A week later, yes, absolutely, I want Roman Reigns to go out there and beat the Fiend. I am beat yes, the I'll, Fiend and Braun Strowman in the same match. That's what I want. I want, him, I want him to come out and be the leader. That's the only way these baby kids redeem themselves is yeah. Roman Reigns say, this is my empire right here. Mm-hmm. This is the Roman Reigns empire. I run shit. I'm running shit on Smack on, on, on Monday Night Raw too. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yes, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. A hundred percent. I'm with you. This this needs to happen. Yeah, you need it. Roman Reigns, the leader of like Retribution, being the Roman Empire. Yep. Make it yep. happen. We need the Roman Empire. This makes if you if we do the Roman Empire, I'm with it. Yep. Retribution yep. turns into the Roman Empire faction. Then we mm-hmm. go there. That's how we evolve this Done. shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Roman Empire is here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Golly, man. Yeah. yeah, that'd be so He cool. has to be right because that statement. Because I kept staying I kept staring at that shirt. It was it was just so yeah. alarming. I'm like, bro, these what that's what baby kids do. They wreck everyone shit and leave. leave. It, so I heard the rumor, and I'm like, okay, after this all happened, I had heard the rumor about that, and I'm putting it together. And you saying this right now, too, and with that shirt and everything, I'm hearing you. I'm thinking about everything. I'm like, yes, it just has to happen. Mm-hmm. It just has to happen. Like, when he first came out, the, first, the question was, is he a heel, right? But then, you know, you put it all together, and it's like, not only should he be a heel, he should lead retribution. Yes. It just makes so the much sense. The entire similar to retribution, the, 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 the boots... The gear, yeah. the ring, the whole gear, mm-hmm. pants is very mm-hmm. similar to what Retribution be coming in. Them boots, those pants, yep. those like wrist things. Shield used to do. Yeah. yeah. Similar yeah, look. Man. You're on to something. Yeah. You're on to something. I like it. I and like he's it. He's coming saying, like, y'all forgot about me, huh? Six months. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. He might take some real life <laughs> shit and bring it to the picture. That's why I might think he, he might bring. Like, yeah. y'all gave up on me. He might yep. say something like that. He yeah, that's why he's he wrecking should. the company. Make it even yeah. more real. Yeah. 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 Man, this is going to be, this could be good. I just, I hope, I hope, WWE, oh, please. with a swerve. I, seriously. <laughs> I, no, Roman's not look. the leader. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't mess this up. Dominic Dodgecovic is the leader. No. No. Jeez. on retribution. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, no, no we don't need that. Roman Reigns. You want this to be real? You want this to be a legitimate yeah. faction? You want to take it serious? You want to have an immediate impact? And Roman Reigns needs to be the leader. Roman Reigns. He's the yep. leader. Dominic Dajakovic could be his his like number one yeah, right hand like, man or something. General. Yeah, I got. I need absolutely. somebody. Hey, you going to handle business at Raw? 
I'm going to take care of SmackDown. Just report to me yep. from time to time. Yep. <laughs> I'm saying? Yep. Exactly. That's how we need to set it up. He be the general. Handle shit yep. over there. I'm going to handle on SmackDown. You try to get the, get the belt, you know, figure it out. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I feel like Mia Yim is in this group, mm-hmm. too. One of them looked we so did. much like Mia yeah. Yim. Da- I, I could tell that was oh, Dr. Yeah. Kovac in the middle. And Dio. Oh, yeah. And Dio. Yeah, and Dio, man. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, come yep. on, man. Obviously, that's, that's Dio, Dio right there. Yeah. And I, I didn't yeah. watch Dr. Kovac for years. I could tell his stance now. Oh, yeah. No, that was a dead giveaway. <laughs> right. They finally used him, and I'm like, oh, that's yep. him. That's that's Dr. Kovac. The rumors are yep. true. It's him. <laughs> <laughs> you can, they did a poor job they of hiding did. that one. They did, man. <laughs> Try to put shorter pass on him. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Nah, nah that's Dr. Kovac. That's easy. That's Dr. Kovac. Clearly, that's Me and Yim and Dr. Kovac, they can't hide. They can't hide. Dio, you can't right. hide. <laughs> Yeah, man. So for a main event that, again, I wasn't happy that, you know, The Fiend went against Braun Strowman in the main event over Drew and Randy. The way that it ended kind of just flipped it around and made it something that now, yeah, I'm excited about what's going on with that Universal Championship picture, you know, for, for SmackDown. I mean, Roman Reigns coming back, being potentially a heel, being potentially the leader of retribution, yeah. like that just kind of fixes all that. So everything, so, yeah, just just <laughs> like that, man. That one, that one choice, that one, just just booking decision, just kind of flipped it all. So, hey, man, thank you, Roman Reigns. Thank you, Roman Reigns, for making your return. And I am very, very excited to see what you got going on, on SmackDown. I'm very excited to see what you got going on pay, on Payback. Go win the title. Be the leader of retribution. It's time. It's time so to do it. when he comes man. out, you know, for the triple threat main event, things coming out with new music or the... <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> man. I'm, I, I, wishful thinking that he comes out with new theme music. But I think even, even if, if you're right about him being the leader of retribution, I think what they could end up doing is playing it as if He's still the old Roman. Hit us with a swerve. Hit yeah. us with the swerve, though. <laughs> like, during the matchup, Retribution yeah. comes out, and they're destroying Braun. They're destroying the Fiend, but then they don't touch Roman. Mm-hmm. And then Roman goes and gets the victory, and then they Got all kind of come together. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Then they unmask. Then they unmask. They have they much like, Oh, shit, that's Dutch Combat. Oh, shit, that's yep. me again. Yep. <laughs> oh, they lied about Roman. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's that's. I think that's probably more realistic. That's probably how they're gonna do this. Yeah, right. so we'll see. We'll see. It, it, gosh, I want that new theme music. I want the new look. I want all that. Like, let's. It's time, man. Let's shake things up for Roman because he's man, there's some momentum it's now. Well overdue. Yeah, it well is. overdue for a it revamp. Is. It is. He needs to, this will evolve his character, and that's what we need to do with yeah. the Roman Reigns character. We need to evolve. So he needs to go here. Yeah. It'd be perfect. It'd be so perfect. Need to do it. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's 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 the show, man. That's that's we'll never see it coming. It happened, man. (laughs) SummerSlam. You know, (laughs) it was a mixed bag, but there was a lot of stuff that we didn't see coming. Um, Just some some strong matchups overall. Some matchups that had you know left something to be desired a little bit. Um, the, the pre-show kickoff match, Paul Cruz MVP. Why, you know, like we both kind of unfortunately why yep. that happened. Um, but you know, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, mixed feelings on that. It's it's to be continued, but it it was a good matchup, and it for long-term booking, I'm cool with it. Seth, 
I think Seth is the real MVP of the show. Actually, I I, I just have to say, looking oh, at it, man. talking about it, I the think Seth broke is it real down. MVP. I think we spent most of our time on that. Yes, yes. I think he's the real MVP. Shout out to Asuka for for having two great matches on one card. I think she did a great job. And if not for Seth, I think she would have been the MVP of this one. But I think Seth Rollins definitely gets gets the MVP not here. Now, let's do letter grades, man, for TakeOver and for SummerSlam. So, what you got for the two? All right. So, before I give my grade, I'm going to go over... The Twitter results, because I had to put it out there in the Twitterverse, man. Like, all right, who won the weekend? What was the best re- uh, wrestling promotion out there or wrestling or, or wrestling weekend event out there? I put SummerSlam, AEW Dynamite, NXT TakeOver. And this is out of 16 people who uh, that put votes in. All right. So, with 56%, you got SummerSlam. That equals to about nine votes. We got about, and then we had next was AEW with 31% with five votes. Last but not least, NXT TakeOver, 30, 13%, two votes. Just two. (laughs) That's it. That was it. Those are the results. And that pretty much what my grade is, too. It was the third best, I don't want to say, well, Okay, it was good, but that that Pat McAfee and Adam Cole match it really messed up my it really messed up my uh, my viewing experience. It did. I had to take a break. I had to take a break. I texted you that. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, I'm about to watch the anime. Mm-hmm. I catch you. I catch you tomorrow when I see Demon the conclusion." Yeah, Demon Slayer. <laughs> yeah, watching Demon Slayer, man. You know what I'm saying? That makes me happy. Watching raw ass anime. I'm like, all right, let me watch Demon Slayer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I did. So, uh, but you know, re, uh, finishing the match with a fresh pair of eyes, which that helped out. But still, it doesn't. You know. I can't erase the fact that this match happened and it was ass nine the way it was booked. So my overall grade for NXT, I will for NXT Takeover will give it a C minus. Okay. Okay. C minus. Uh, well, so how many people did you say uh, uh, voted on on that poll? Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So to me, all right. Like shout out to the sixteen people. Thank you for participating. Um, the sample size is still somewhat small, so you know we and we're it's growing. Like we got, we're, we are getting more and more people to participate, and that's cool. But I'm not gonna completely weigh it that way. I think that is definitely valid. But I think you know if you get a bigger sample size, you know that to me would tell maybe a little bit different a story. Maybe would sway things a little bit. So you know, but we're taking what that as information. It is information. It happened, and out of that group of people, that's who voted, and that's how it broke out. So I do respect it. But I feel like I just want to lay down some a little bit of more, uh, just break it down a little bit more. That that sample size. It's like okay, I, I see it, but I'm not gonna put all of it on that. Um, my takeover grade. All right, I'm gonna look at it like this. I feel like this take takeovers and past have been to me like you can't miss. Like it's 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 each takeover has been awesome. 
And I've never been disappointed by a takeover. I've never had a takeover where I left it and I was like, man, this this is this is bad. Or, oh, man, this is, you know, this show sucked or, you know, anything like that. And, right. you know, WWE side, we get that all the time, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, man, what the hell happened at Money in the Bank? Like, that was terrible. That was awful. So, you know, it happens. Um, but, you know, takeover, usually I don't have an issue with the with the show on a whole. And looking at this takeover, if I'm going to be honest, I actually didn't stop when this matchup happened. Was I pissed? Absolutely. I was pissed for Adam Cole. I was, but for Pat McAfee, I felt like I had to give him his props. So I understand oh, yeah. what they're doing. I'm not, I don't agree with it, you know, because of Adam Cole's situation, but it's like a tale of two matches. So that one is tough for me to weigh it. To that extent, uh, like you are for this entire show. Because my end result, at the end of it, I still found myself saying, you know what? I had a lot of fun with TakeOver overall. Like, the Pat McAfee-Adam Cole match leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I get it. And especially for you, I totally get it. You're great. Well taken. Um, for me, though, I felt like it wasn't enough to take away from NXT for me overall. And Finn Balor, Timothy Thatcher, great match. Uh, Damian Priest winning that latter match. Man, I mean, that match was awesome. Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, awesome women's championship match. Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee, epic championship match. Like, to me, all of that, you know, I'm willing to, I, I don't, I, I don't want to just completely you know, take away from what happened because I feel like Adam Cole should not have even, Pat McAfee shouldn't even been on the same level as Adam Cole. So overall, I think my grade is still going to be up there. I'm going to be, I'm going to give this NXT TakeOver, for me, it's it's usually an A. It's usually an A for me with TakeOvers. It's not going to be an A on this one, but I'm going to give him a B plus. I'm going to give him a B plus. (laughs) I feel like, again, you know, overall, I just had, I found myself, I went in with really low expectations on this. I was like going into it like, oh, I'm concerned, I'm worried. And I'm watching and I'm like, this feels like a takeover. It really does. The way they opened it up to, with showing all the different visuals well, yeah, of what, what all the, the different set. wrestlers. Yeah, the and, NXT takeover set with the fire in the background. Yeah. yeah. Well, even if within the three X's, like they were showing like Sami Zayn and, you know, some of the other past wrestlers in there and little video pack, uh, 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 Shinsuke Nakamura and some of these other guys. Like mm-hmm. they were pick, they were showing images of the past. I'm like, okay, this is smart. This is cool. And then, yeah, the set and everything, the look of it. But then also, too, just the matches. They were just match after match after match. You know, it was a strong matchup. And even though I didn't like it for Adam Cole, the matchup itself, taking the fact that it's Adam Cole out of it, Pat McAfee did a great job. Like, he did. Like, yeah, but to Not me, against Adam like, Cole. I get it. I get no, it. No, no, it, it's, it's not that. It was... The story didn't make sense. No, I understand. It's, I understand. It's out of whack. I, 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 I get it. And that's why, you know, for me, like, it downgrades it a little bit. But if I, if I were to take that match out of it, I'm probably giving the show an A. Like, that's that's me. Because I just I genuinely did enjoy myself watching the show. And I thought that they did a great job. But this McAfee matchup, because I didn't like what they were doing when it came to Adam Cole, I'm going to downgrade it a little bit. I think Pat McAfee did a great job. I could even give Pat McAfee an A for his wrestling. He he was surprisingly oh, yeah. good for what he did. For Adam Cole, this was an F for Adam Cole. Like, this is terrible. You're the longest reigning NXT this champion. Was, and this is a huge step back for him. Exactly. So, for me, you know, average it out somewhere in the middle. Like, 
I, it, great for McAfee, horrible for Adam Cole, right in the middle. That matchup's probably like a, somewhere in a C range. Like it's 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 okay, but uh, it just pisses me off. Nah, that, but, that that match gets an F. <laughs> hey man, and I and I feel, out, I feel you. Period. For me being loyal to this dude, nah, you know you. what I'm saying, and you saying you was gonna make him his bitch, yeah, and you didn't it's feel an, that. Come yeah, on, man. I feel Come you. On, it's man. it's an appropriate, especially coming from you. That is the correct grade for you. Absolutely, I understand. I understand. For me, I look at it like Taylor two matches, and it's 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 what it is. It just shouldn't have been Adam Cole if that was gonna happen. So yeah, but overall, I say B plus for for takeover. Um, so you got a what was it a C C minus C plus C minus man C minus wow C okay. minus yeah that right. match took <laughs> a huge. So without that match, if you took that match out, what would your grade be? If I took that match out, I'd probably give it an A. Because, yeah. you know, because even though Damian Priest won, even though they put in great work, you know, some huge spots in that ladder match. What's the best ladder match I've seen? Uh, I've seen better. I've I seen the, yeah. the best one I've seen with the North American with Ricochet. That was, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I see that was all, that was the best one for me. So yeah. I was when well, I the one that Adam Cole won. Yeah, the one with Adam Cole. Yeah, that yeah. one too. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I was kind of, you know, comparing those two to this one. So, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, it's it's all opinion, you know, and, yep. and you saying that and the way you feel about Adam Cole, it's, it's such a huge letdown for you. So, I get it. It makes sense. It makes sense. All right. What about SummerSlam? SummerSlam, man. Uh, actually, to me, it was the best wrestling show this weekend. And then second comes in AEW with that awesome ending, by the way. And then, of course, NXT with that flub disaster with Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. But now I'm going to put that shit behind me. I'm going to move on. <laughs> right. SummerSlam. My SummerSlam grade. Uh, hmm. You know what? SummerSlam. I think I'm going to give it a solid. Oh, man, hold on. What match? <laughs> Uh, but it was all this. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm give it a. I'm gonna get a solid B plus, man. Okay. Got a solid B plus. It, they put in good work. I enjoyed the storyline with Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio. To me, that was the strongest story. Uh, I understand. I understand why you're why you felt the finish was was underwhelming between Drew and Randy, which makes a lot of sense. But to me, I'm a, I'm able to look and understand the reasons why they went that route with that finish. So I'm, uh, so I'm able to cast that to the side a little bit, and uh, and and put it up there right behind the Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio match too. Uh, so yeah, B plus man. Now I like the ending too after the Finn and, and Braun Strowman. That definitely recovered after yeah. that. Um, so for me overall, I think I give this a C plus. That's, that's me. I give it a C plus. Uh, Apollo Cruz and MVP being pre-show immediately knocks it down like that. That's a dumb decision. I'm no, yeah. out. Yeah. Um, Bailey and Oscar, and then um, Sasha and Oscar. Yeah. The matches were yeah. good, but yeah. it's just such a like you know how I feel. I've already yep. broken yep. down yep. the whole Sasha yep. Banks situation. I knew you had to lose there. again. Yeah, yeah, I knew it's gonna go there. Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> it just it just brought me the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I hear you. I hear you, and I heard your side. So yeah, I, I get it. But nah, it just it just wasn't for me. Street Profits and Angel Gar- versus Angel Garza and Andrade. 
I knew they were just going to be lazy with it and just book it straight up, just regular tag match. Nothing special. It just kind of happened. So that was like a C matchup. Uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, I mean, they went out there. They did a good job. They didn't use that table, which was really weird. They got hardcore. It was cool. Um, but, you know, it, it, it could have it been a little bit better. And I'm sad that we're not going to get an immediate continuation of this. Like, I wanted them both to become superstars out of their feud. And I don't know that we're going to get that, especially Sonya Deville is going to be away. Hopefully, with their return, they jump right back into it. Yeah. Mandy Rose. Like, where do Mandy go? I don't know. She's going to just be a valet for Otis? I don't want that to happen for her. Scarily, that's what it feels like. Yeah. That's what it feels like. What else does she have? Unless somebody else, you know, steps up to her. Right. So, I'm I'm just, I I wasn't, I think, I feel a little bit let down with the way that that storyline is ending. Mm. Um, That's to be continued, too, because, you know, Sonya's got some stuff that she needs to deal with in that. And I respect that. Then... Uh, Drew and Randy, it, well, okay, before that, Seth and Dominic, awesome. That was awesome. That that helps to propel this up into, like, a passing grade territory because that matchup was just so good, and I love the way they booked that, so awesome. That, that to me, I think overall is match of the night, just the way that they did it. Um, so I love that. And then, um, what was it? It was uh, Drew, Drew and Randy. I just, I think the match was good. That ending though was just so unsatisfying. I'm like, yeah. damn man, like, <laughs> come on, give, give me, give me more, give me yeah. more. And long term booking is cool, but for this particular way that this one ended, it just left me wanting more. So, yeah. but not in a good way, and kind of like a, oh, come on, it's over. Yes, it's, yeah, yeah, it's good so, with the roll up. Everybody does the roll up, right? Yeah. The roll up. And then uh, oh, yeah. the main event, which I didn't want to be the main event, but it was the main event, Fiend and Braun. I didn't care for the match. I wasn't into it. It was a meh matchup overall. I see what Braun was Why trying to do. Why won't you die? Why won't you die? <laughs> Cutting up, you know, taking his time, you know, precision arts and crafts with the <laughs> with the Why? ring, you know. Like. <laughs> he took his sweet-ass time cutting yes. that wrestling ring up, oh. man. Being all recovered back to 100% yeah. to a couple of days. Right, man. Just, yeah. Thanks, Bron, for setting this up for me, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, yeah, it gets destroyed, loses, yeah. but then Roman comes out. And that, just the Roman part is an A. That that yeah. right there is an A. So, yeah, man, like, two, two big moments for me that really made, you know, that were really great on the show. But everything else, I kind of, I, I feel myself having mixed feelings across the board with this card so i give it a c plus because it was i was entertained but i felt let down by a bunch of things that happened overall so that's just where i land okay yeah i can see why, why you feel let down you know especially with the sasha and bailey because you expected them to both win their matches me i you know luckily i start to see the, the full picture i'm like hold yeah. on bailey's the longest reigning i think they want to hold on to that so that's why the reason why i flipped and Decided to stick with Bailey and yeah. stick with the statistics of Sasha keeping. Oh, well, not Sasha keeping, but Sasha dropping, dropping the bell, never yeah. defending a title successfully. Yep, yeah. yeah. and I'm yeah, you know, and I'm straight up numb to the shit. You know, it doesn't yeah. affect me one way or the other. So I just want to move right along to the next story for her. Uh, and yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. It's funny because while you're talking, I've got SummerSlam going on in the background. And sure enough, Mandy Rose is trying to do that damn caterpillar. So I was a little bit distracted at the end there. I'm like, oh, I've got to see this again. She oh, actually had man. another situation when she had trouble setting that table up. Oh, man. Remember? It, it took her a few few moments to set up that table and then... I actually blocked that out of my mind. That's fucking oh. <laughs> I gave her a pass on that. I just did. I totally blocked that out of my mind. Like it didn't even happen. Nah, oh, man. Nah. Oh, man. So you really hit her with an elbow like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man. I mean, so SummerSlam weekend, TakeOver 30. You know, it's, it's in the books. You know, both of those shows and AEW Dynamite this past Saturday. Uh, for a wrestling fan, I mean, we're we're the big winners here. So lots of fun yeah. had definitely all throughout this weekend. Um, just looking forward to whatever the heck they're going to do with Payback. I'm confused, but I, I'm going to see it. You know, I'm I'm not totally excited, but I'm I'm curious. Like, what what are they going to do? But I'm really the thing that'll save that pay per view is your prognostication of Roman Reigns being the leader yes. of Retribution. You do that, and that that pay per view right there is saved. If you don't do that, I don't know what, I, what we're gonna watch. I don't then. know, I just man. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Roman wins with Dinah. Dinah believes that. Yeah. <laughs> oh just, shit! Here we go oh, with yeah. the new pearly whites now. Oh, <laughs> here it goes. <laughs> Oh, man. All uh, right, man. So let, let's call it a wrap right there. But before we go, Devin, tell the people where they can hear us. Oh, uh, yeah. So first of all, you can always find us on the social networks, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and definitely TikTok. I'll start with Facebook. You know, you can search for us on Clark Street Wrestling Podcast on Facebook page. We, that's where we stay, up, update our our followers and you can hit the like and follow button too but we usually always update our listeners and followers with new episodes when you get ready to drop and then nuggets and tidbits about news and what's going to happen in the wrestling world and you can always check us out on instagram as well hit that follow button and we do the same thing we drop little sneak previews of episodes or just little clips of the episodes too uh, of the full episode in our catalog and that is clark underscore street underscore wrestling always follow us on twitter as well on the twitter page we stay engaged so thank you for the people that engage with us uh, i love engaging with the with the twitter the in the twitter verse it's very fun it's positive in the wrestling community too uh because i'm all about positivity you know sound like new day but you know, <laughs> hey man that's the energy i like power man positivity that's, exactly exactly man <laughs> this is, you know it's always about the power of positivity <laughs> but uh yeah always find us on twitter Clark underscore wrestling and I can't forget about TikTok. 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 Yes, yes, it's the it's growing at a massive rate. We're at hundred and forty five followers oh, and my wow. daughters are still hating. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lovely oh, thing. Man. I put I put out a I, I dropped out a few videos. Uh, one of them got over a thousand views, and I got some more hate from my daughters because of that. So, good job, everybody who decides to keep on hitting that uh, follow button yes. and viewing our, our videos. So, I appreciate that. Keep and if you want to, yes, yes, if you want to follow our TikTok page, that is Clark underscore Street underscore Wrestling, and you can always listen to us. We have a massive catalog, probably one of the most heavy 
extensive catalogs out there in the podcast wrestling world or 145 plus episodes and where any podcast major app so it's anchor spotify breaker iheart stitcher we're on a whole bunch of platforms we're getting bigger and and better so that is clark street wrestling podcast you can always listen to us we have a very extensive library Yes, absolutely. Thank you all for participating also in the poll that Devin put out there for us in terms of uh, voting yes. on what was the show of the weekend. Right. Small all, sample size, but you like know a, what? Yes. That's going to show us that we grow. Next time I put out there, we get like 50 or 100. I'm like, oh, look at that. That's the thing. Like for me, you know, the 16 <laughs> people that participated, we appreciate you guys so much. You know what I'm saying? Small but mighty. We appreciate you. It's growing. And every person, even if it's five people listening, I'm, I'm appreciative of all of you guys. You know, yes, so yes, just yes. like thank you. Thank you for listening. Keep listening. Uh, definitely tell your friends about us. And, yeah, we just we just really appreciate all of you. So definitely thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, but this is going to do it for this recap of NXT TakeOver 30 and, of course, SummerSlam. You'll never see it coming. <laughs> I will never get tired of that. I just yes, never will. You'll never see it coming. <laughs> I'm going to play it one more time for the I'll people. do it. Do it. Oh, so classic. Thank you, WWE, for letting me play that on the podcast, man. But that is going to do it for this week's episode. So, for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.